7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is a huge idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah. Who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, excuse me, hey everybody, welcome to Turn Up the Night, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. Um, uh, an important tip for everybody out there listening to the show, don't try and eat uh, fried chicken with your bare fingers while using a keyboard. It's it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, oh yuck! Yeah, that I, I slippery. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't turning out real well. So I was like, Susan, can I get a fork?" <laughs> so and she brought me extra napkins too, which is good. So anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Happy Tuesday, of course. Uh, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, joining us as always. Well. As uh, Stormy Daniels said to Trump today, "Hi, Tiny." <laughs> yeah, Stormy versus Shroomy. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's. Uh, we'll we'll get into that, but I'll give you a shot for that. Uh, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you for having me back. Well, I'm still still recovering from my sister's visit. Well, you're always you're welcome. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> it's like we've had a falling out. No, well, you know, I, the past few months it seems like every couple of weeks I'm like I gotta I can't I can't be here. Well, so I think I'm here. I think I'm here for now until the holidays. All right. I think. Very good. Wow. Well, fingers crossed. My sister's got me really drunk Friday night. Oh, oh heavens good. to Betsy. Yeah, no, they did. <laughs> Are we going to hear drunk stories? Uh, I, no, because I can't remember them. You blacked I re- out? I, you, they, you blacked they started, out? They started calling me um, Kavanaugh. Oh, my God. Oh, they call you Boof? Too soon, <laughs> right? Too soon. <laughs> there was no Boof. Boofing at that party was no there. boofing, no boofing. God, it was really nice to have my sisters come into town. There, they were <clears throat> my sister Nissa and Heather, and uh, Nissa's Nissa's husband had a hockey game that he had to coach over the weekend, so he couldn't come down. But Heather's husband Joe came down, and they were our very first guests at the new house. Nice. So it was kind of exciting. Were they pretty impressed? They were, yeah, they were. They were like, this is really nice. They're like, look, you have a bar area. Oh, my God, look, we could sit. Our yeah. house was really small. Yeah, your old place? Yeah, our old place. Yeah. So it was, no, they, they were impressed. They were just, they were more just happy that Bob and I have a house. And um, they were happy to see the dogs running in the yard and 
you know, it was just, it was, but the most important thing, it was nice for me to have some heart time with my sisters. So, mm-hmm. so I got to ask you, cause this happened to me when we got a new house. Um, and it's been, you know, we've been here for like 15 years. It was our house stuck in your head when you when you guys moved in <laughs> holy shit that song's been in my head for months yeah instead of you know three instead of three cats and a dog it's three yeah. dogs and a cat yeah so that's is a very 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 <laughs> yeah. three dogs and a cat <laughs> but yeah so. it was it was nice seeing them you know you know, when you move into a new neighborhood, it, it, it's I'm getting used to new people, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to meet new people. But I, I won't lie; I've been feeling a little lonely. Well, you yeah, know, it, that'll it, happen. I miss my old neighbors, my old friends from the old neighborhood, and so this this was kind of like a nice. It was a nice thing. It was good. Cool. Yeah, uh, and uh, I got that, to ignore be... the news for two days. This is mm, true. That's good. Yeah. Well, well, Susan and I had our uh, garage party on Saturday. <gasps> broke it. Broke oh. in the new fire pit. Um, Ooh. And uh, and it was pretty nice. I got Joe. You've been so proud of that fire. It was like a. It was like a damn jet engine. <laughs> I I bet with that oxygen tank uh tunnel going oh yeah we had the bellows we had the bellows out too Uh, oh so um we uh we got it going uh i started at like five o'clock before it got dark so i could you know make sure we had a nice bed of coals in it to you know and and some some red hot logs to to keep things going and it 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 went go it went pretty well so and I just let the coals burn down since it's in the ground. I used to douse it with water when it, when I had the above ground one, but now that it's in the ground and it's not like around anything, I just let it go. It still had coals in it uh, yesterday. <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah, so I you started. Would, you up, wouldn't started do that. In, you huh? wouldn't do that in Centralia. Let me tell you. No. No. You know where the underground fire is here oh, in Pennsylvania. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Centralia. right, Centralia. Well, I had well, my own. That. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I had my own underground fire, so. <laughs> I guess. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, so that was. Centralia. And I did my famous um, uh, Halloween punch. I did not do it in a pumpkin this year because it was just too much damn work. We had so much stuff to do. It was mostly like crap in the yard and getting stuff organized in the garage, you know. So was and, this your Halloween party? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really a costume party. It's you know, it's serving as our Halloween party, but most most of our friends, well, most of my close friends are in bands. So anywhere around Halloween, trying to get them at a party is terrible. So that's why I usually have it in either November or and now. I figured, hey, why not October thirteenth? It's an inverted thirty-one. So, nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did the punch. Uh, used uh, regular cider, hard cider, um, uh, green apple. Yeah, green apple hard cider, uh, ginger ale, ginger beer, and uh, two different versions this time. One with Sailor Jerry rum, and the other one with Bacardi pumpkin something. It, they they have this new pumpkin flavored. It's it comes in a little 
round bottle that looks like a pumpkin. So, okay. So, so I tried it. It's not bad, you know. It's just kind of tastes like you know pumpkin spice, kind of you know. Well, it didn't I taste. I think it's. I think it's well known around these parts how I feel about everything pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin I, spice. I only did it because I just wanted to see how it would taste in the punch. But uh, I'll tell you, the one person who had it for the first time, um at the party uh she preferred the one with the rum over the one with the the pumpkin stuff so don't mess with a with a a good thing and uh, it was really cool is that the little discount store around us marks um i found these really cool carafes that were halloween carafes and they were green and orange and they had skulls on them like raised skulls um like molded into the glass and so I just made small batches in that. I just filled filled that with with ice and then mixed it up in those. And I made it nice. Uh, and I made one in NA for one of our non drinker friends and a pregnant woman who was there. Well, that's always lovely. Yeah. So they 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 enjoyed that. So I basically see just you're a better person than Bob and I. We make low alcohol beer for our pregnant friends. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> So how do you, how does one do that? What do you do to not get so much alcohol in it? Uh, did you, we can talk about it on Friday. Bob has a brew where it's I think one point five percent. Okay. He is able to make a beer that is really really super low alcohol, and we call it pregnant pale ale. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I I will have to pick his brain about that. That's exciting. So. Yeah. He won a ribbon for it, I think. Oh, wow. Because evidently, evidently, it's really, really hard to brew a good beer that's that low in alcohol. Yeah. But yeah, we brewed it a couple of years in a row because our old neighborhood, everybody was having babies. Everybody was and pregnant. Everybody, yeah, they were all pregnant and they were all just like, this sucks. Drinking this non-alcoholic beer, it's terrible. And he was like, well, I'm going to brew a beer. What a good Samaritan. <laughs> yes, and they were like, "We lo- we love you, Bob." <laughs> they break they broke the mold when they made Bobber. <laughs> um, no, that's exciting. And then, of course, I did not make any food um, because, again, it was such a chore getting ready for for everything. Uh, because you know, I mean, we had less than two weeks prep time once the garage was built, and. Um, uh, so I just, uh, we have a really good, like local chain called Giannino's, uh, that makes really good pizza and chicken. So I got the entire, uh, pizza. I got half of it cheese cause everybody loves cheese pizza. And the other half I got with black olives, mushrooms and onions because I was like, well, you know, there's going to be vegetarians that are going to be like, yay, flavor on a pizza. And then there might be somebody who's like, eh, I don't like mushrooms. I'm just eating the cheese, you know. Um, I kind of sound like the cop from The Simpsons when I said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't like mushrooms. That's gross. <laughs> Trump doesn't like mushrooms after what Stormy said. Um, he probably never <laughs> no, did. No. He eats like a five-year-old. And then, of course, they have this really good pressure cooker, deep-fried chicken, whatever. We got chicken and JoJo's. And that is my dinner right now. I'm sitting here picking away at this chicken breast um, and JoJo's and uh, trying not to eat it with my fingers. And I keep catching myself eating it with my fingers. I'm like, no, 
So I'm gonna have to get Timby and <laughs> Timby in here to lick my fingers. Then, then I won't eat with them because I'll be like, "Oh, cat spit," you know. Oh. <laughs> um. But uh. But anyway. Uh. Yeah. So let's see. Uh. Uh. And yeah. Happy in seasons is happy Halloween ish time to everybody. We have switched over to our music for Halloween. I've been making new promos for Indie Media Weekly. Um, I will uh, here. I'll, I'll play everybody one or two that I've made. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, I like this one. This is uh, here's a fun one. Um, where where do we want to go? Where do we want to put? It? Here it is. There you go. Warning. This preview cannot show all of the terrifying and grotesque transformation sequences from the last 30 minutes of Indie Media Weekly. You have been warned on IndieMediaWeekly.com. There you go. <laughs> and um, let me see. I like this one, too. This is our Sound of Terror uh, promo. When was the last time you were afraid? Really afraid? Brace yourself for the sound of terror. It comes every time you hear IndieMediaWeekly.com There you go. There's a couple of the new ones, everybody. So, I know some of the old nice. ones are getting a little tired. <laughs> so I did. I think I made like one or two new ones last year. This year, I'm like, okay, I'm making at least ten. I'm halfway there. I got, I got five of them done. So, and oh, yeah, I'll play. I'll play everybody this one too because I saw that. I heard this. I was watching this one trailer for something called. A orgy of blood <laughs> and and it, it was talking about a guy who was from chicago and i was like oh guess who else used to be from chicago here's my little uh adam hebert themed uh, halloween promo this man's name is adam hebert he lived in chicago illinois he now resides at the state mental hospital we are saddened to tell you that this tragic condition was brought on when Mr. Hebert attended the world premiere of our triple nightmare of horror program, Indie Media Weekly. Oh, so spooky. So, you know who else was from Chicago? Um, who's that? Kanye West. Oh yeah, that's right. Conway West was from there. <laughs> so Kanye, Kanye Twitty. Um, uh, he's some character that um, uh, Keenan. Um, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keenan Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. some fictional character that Keenan Thompson plays on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Some real jokey, jokey guy who uh, thinks he has actually, superpowers that, from a hat. Actually, you know who you know who Conway that wasn't Keenan. That wasn't Keenan Thompson that played him. Oh no! No, it wasn't. It was another. Oh, this is horrible. It yeah. was another African American character on the SNL. You see, I'm just terrible. It, it with really names. was. It really was. Yeah, I'm just terrible it's with just any right. of the names of the new. Um, 
SNL because I just saw so many of them of anybody. Yeah, because I saw the video and it said um, I mean, that guy. That guy's funny as hell. I love I love him on SNL. Yeah, what and, is his name? I'm looking it up. Yeah, now. I'm looking too. I know you are, Joe. I know, <laughs> um, I know that you Chris are. Red. It's Chris Red. There you go. Yeah. Yes, he is hysterical. Yeah, uh, the only reason. Guy. Yeah, the only reason I saw that it is because I um, or or thought it was Keenan is because those are the only credits they gave on the YouTube video that I saw because it said with Alec Baldwin and Keenan Thompson. So well, can, can I, we just be honest? Keenan Thompson up Jim, until the past the couple Brown of guy. you know years, every African American has been played on SNL by Keenan Thompson. Yeah, I. I'm yeah I, I I'll take your word for it because the only time I watch SNL is when they do something on politics that I I'm really looking forward to, and generally I don't remember anybody else's name from the show so. Okay. Um, that that's Just my excuse. But um, anyway, my apologies. But Chris Red, yes, uh, Kanye West is a character played by Chris Red. And he also has a red hat <laughs> that he thinks is a cape. <laughs> he, he did. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, let's see. We're going to get to that later. Um, I want to save some funny for the end of the show. Um, but, uh, you know, I know Halloween is the time for fictional horror, things like that. But there's some real horror in the world going on right now. And a lot mm-hmm. of that has to do with that sick son of a bitch who's in the White House right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I- ignoring, you know, uh, ne- you know, bowing maybe figuratively for dictators, uh, you know, oh God, you know, uh, Obama bows to one of our allies, you know, and, and everybody out there's running around with their fucking hair on fire. George Bush Frenches, you know, somebody from Saudi Arabia and they're like, it's just a custom. And, uh, you know, and now here Trump, you know, rubbing, rubbing the Saudis balls, literally and figuratively. It's just a custom. And just a custom and curtsying. Uh, and playing, and, with, playing with knives. They yeah. with knives. A little saber dance. And, um, it, and now, now we have, you know, we understand why he was playing footsie with him so much because... Basically, there's a billion-dollar deal going through for arms sales. Nothing really new, but you can tell that he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to give a little bit because, again, Jamal Khashoggi, and I'm sure that's not the exact way to pronounce his name. I think there's a little more nuance to the pronunciation. Uh, Saudi journalist, and uh, you know, who actually had a residence in the United States, um, was slaughtered. By permanent c- residence. Permanent. Oh, okay, but he wasn't an American citizen, correct? No, but he was really, really close. He yeah. had permanent alien residence yeah. here. So uh, he went to the uh, what the Turkish or the the Saudi consulate or embassy in um, in Turkey. Yes, uh, in to, Istanbul. To get, uh, he was supposed to get. Um, Documents showing that he was divorced so he could marry his new fiance. Went in, his fiance waited outside for him until after business hours, and he never came out. They lied and said that, oh, he went out the back door, and they're like, no, he's still in there. And she reported him missing. And it seems that a group of Saudi butchers 
went in there and uh you know the story i mean there's some i'm not going to go into the details of the things that are out there um but uh it, it is a fucking horror story what happened to this man and the way trump is reacting to this i'm not surprised but it's it just it still chills me to the bone to think that you know more or less that you know that the, the the trump cult voted for this level of inhumanity and indecency to think that they, they you know they, they ugh, i mean it's it's just insane but here's here's a two minute audio clip from cnn um and uh i'll also i'll hand it to marco rubio i i hate marco rubio but at least you know he's trying to stand up to dictators where he can you know I mean, he 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 went after uh, uh, Putin before. I think he might have gotten a little aggressive about Kim Jong Un, but I don't know. Um, but uh, but here we go. There's again two minutes from CNN on uh, on this story. As the world grows increasingly convinced that a hit team was sent from Saudi Arabia to murder and dismember Jamal Khashoggi, President Trump is hedging his bets. I just spoke with the King of Saudi Arabia who denies any knowledge of what took place with regard to, as he said, his Saudi Arabian citizen. The latest example on a long list of the president siding with the accused rather than the accuser. While sources tell CNN the Saudis are ready to admit he was killed, there is still no official response from Saudi Arabia about what happened to Khashoggi after entering the Saudi consulate in Istanbul two weeks ago. President Trump floated a new theory of who could be behind it. It sounded to me like maybe these could have been rogue killers. Who knows? We're going to try getting to the bottom of it very soon. A highly unlikely explanation for an alleged murder inside a Saudi government building. But it comes as Trump and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, have forged a close bond with the Saudi king and his son, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, or MBS. And as the White House works to secure $110 billion in arms sales to the kingdom. They're spending $110 billion on military equipment and on things that create jobs like jobs and others for this country. Also today, Saudi Arabia agreeing to allow Turkish investigators inside the consulate. But before that could happen, CNN observed a team of cleaners entering the consulate with mops, buckets and other cleaning materials. Up on Capitol Hill, Republicans and Democrats are in lockstep mulling sanctions and possible punishment for the Saudis. The only two things that could have happened is he's alive and somehow still in there or he's dead and the Saudis are the ones who did it. There's no other explanation for it. Senator Marco Rubio, among others, disagreeing with Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin's decision to still attend an economic conference hosted by the Crown Prince in Riyadh. I don't think he should go. I don't think any of our government officials should be going and pretending as it's business as usual until we know exactly what's happened here. Uh, at the very least, God. at the very least, Mnuchin shouldn't be gone. That dick, that Ugh. miserable Bond villain piece of shit. Him Somebody and must have told him there's sheets of dollar bills that he could hold up with his wife. Oh, my God. You know, I, I, I think we need to back up, though. When Trump says, oh, they're investing $110 billion into the United States, that is not true. I put a link into the no. chat. That's it right. is completely untrue. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on one second, Rain. No, no, you back it up. Are you saying my president's lying? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I it, he's not my fucking president. Um, yeah, it, I, it's just it's ridiculous. <sighs> but when when he said that, he's basically saying, well, you know, some guy might have died, but you know, they're investing a lot of money here in America. Yeah, I, that's more important than. A, a resident he of couldn't Virginia. even explain what kind of jobs he couldn't even even explain what kind of jobs were be, being created he said you know it creates jobs and other jobs yeah. i mean in france he says i hear the saudi king has dementia so oh so trump is also the saudi king oh no they both have dementia <laughs> i see well francie's right the king from everything i've heard is not in well health and MSB, right? It's MSB. Yeah, That's whatever. His nickname, right? Those three yeah, letters. Yeah, I think so. It doesn't that sound a little bit like you know MS thirteen? But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So so the king, he is not in well health, and you've got this dude here who's running Saudi Arabia now, and he's a he's a lunatic. Yeah. He's he's a lunatic. Yeah, but he's it, buddies with he's buddies with Jared, with the Kush, mm-hmm. with the Kush. Yes, he's not buddies with the Kush. He knows how to. No, here's 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 the thing. <clears throat> Saudi Arabia bought Kushner's six 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 property in New York City. Mm-hmm. They bought that property. Bailed them out. They're not. From one, he's not friends, and he's not buddies with the Kush. From the one Kush devil owns, to another. The Kush owes Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And I hate being this... This, I hate this. I hate being this like, wow, this is dark shit. Well, and but you know, this, it, this it, is it, where... Whoa. This is where Trump is showing his neocon colors here. Because you can't say anything bad about Saudi Arabia. You know, hey, maybe he fell into the knife. Maybe he fell into the uh, into a pile of syringes, you know, of poison. Maybe maybe he he chopped his own arms off, you know, uh, uh, you know, because yeah. what happened after nine eleven when there was clear fucking ev- evidence of the Saudis being involved in nine eleven? What yes. happened? Mm-hmm. Where do we where do we oh, look? We attacked Afghanistan over there and over there, but not there. No, 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 no. You get the Bin Ladens out of the country. You you want to make sure that you know um, you you got more kissing time down the road with the Saudis. Slip my little tongue. Yeah, and that that is that's not conspiracy. That happened. No, this is this is a fact. This is where the again the the neocons. Um, you know, and if. If the Trump cult, you know, who who are all screaming and crying about the neoconservatives, oh, how dare the neocons, they're getting us into endless wars and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, part of those endless wars have a lot to do with Saudi Arabia. And the, and the resistance of the neocons to go after them. To yeah. slap them with sanctions, to bomb the shit out of them instead of a country who didn't attack us. You know, I'm not saying I want Saudi Arabia bombed. I'm not saying I want, you know, innocent people bombed. 
Just bomb the shit shit out of their fucking you know palace. Fuck them. I, I'm, all right. Can I just say a couple of things? Yeah. Do I have? I just give me two minutes. Um. First off, this guy who was killed, he he not only wrote against uh, the Saudi kingdom, mm-hmm. he also wrote against Donald Trump. That's a okay. fact. You can yeah. go in there and look at his readings and his writings. But if you want to go back to look at, taking a look at Saudi Arabia, I have never. I, it, it's something I said. I said years and years ago about Russia. We have to deal with them um, diplomatically. They're not our allies. Yeah. Do you remember when I said that even before I, the I election? Do. Oh, I do. Okay. Saudi That's Arabia we, we is both, very. Yeah, we agreed with. Uh, um, north korea on that too yeah yeah it's it's just saudi arabia is a company a con- well a company actually well, it's a country both. who had to deal with because of oil yeah on top of everything else that's going on with this death saudi arabia is really kind of in the middle of creating a genocide in yemen and in yemen and this administration will do nothing. Is is doing nothing. They'll they'll give it's them more doing... weapons. We'll, we'll sell them more weapons to make it an even bigger, better genocide. It, Trump basically said that I'm not going to do anything about Kaja. What is his name? I almost said Kaja Gugu, which is not funny, but too shy, funny. shy, hush, hush, how you Kasha are, Gugu. Um, but you know, he said, "I, you know, I can't do anything because Saudi Arabia has given us a lot of money to get weapons, which is not true." Oh, Kashagi, that's a, who you're talking about. I thought you were talking yeah, about somebody I'm, else. I'm sorry about my really dark joke about Kashagugu, but Saudi okay. Arabia is literally in in Yemen, starving that country, and this country, our country, the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Has pretty much just said we don't care about human rights anymore. No. And if you have any question about it, just take a look at what Trump said about the death of a journalist who lives in America. Yeah. And it's not uh, just a death; they yeah. chopped him apart while he they was alive. Him. They butchered him. President says, uh, but they do sell us a whole shit ton of oil, so we're never going to get slap sanctions on them until we get get off, uh, get off that teat. Thank, thank you, President. But. Why don't we do what Donald Rumsfeld wanted to do and just go in and what Dick Cheney wanted to do is go in and take the oil from them and bomb them to shit like we did to Iraq. Do you remember that Trump actually said that too during his campaign? Yeah. It's it's our we should just take it's the ours. oil. It's ours because we attacked them. It's ours. Spoils of war. Oh. Yeah. So, but you know, we're we're not gonna. I mean. You know, it's the, the the oil. They they give us billions of dollars. You know, give the the you know not not for jobs, but you know the uh, military industrial complex gets billions of dollars. That's not trickling down to anybody. That's not creating any more fucking jobs. They're gonna make that shit no matter what they do. So yeah, but it seems like this guy got killed for something other than oil. Oh yeah, yeah. He got yeah. The, I, I don't and know. He's he's dead. Yeah, I don't even. You know, the the regular media can say allegedly he's dead. Yeah. Well, like Marco Rubio said, one of two things: he's either still in there or he's dead. And CNN saw the cleaning crew go in there, 
So don't tell me I that they're that don't tell me they were tidying up his room. You know, I saw that too. So um, anyway, um, and they've all they all but admitted that they killed him. You know, oh, it was an interrogation yes. gone wrong. Fuck you, fuck you, yeah. fuck you, you fucking satanic hordes um, in Saudi Arabia. I'm not attacking all Muslims. Don't anybody think that I'm doing that? But this regime, no, it's Saudi Arabia. A fucking, it's a country. It's not. It's fucking a evil, country. evil fucking regime, just like we have in the fucking White House. And you know, and again. I think that's why I'm so sick about this is because it's just shades of familiarity with what I hated so much about the fucking neocons, you know, because now we have somebody that's that's, you know, just as bad as the neocons in different ways. And now he's adopting their ways too. where let Saudi Arabia off the hook for every fucking horrible thing they do to, to people from our country or in our country, you know, thousands of people dead in New York. And we fucking went after Afghanistan and Iraq. And it took Obama to get uh, bin Laden. So, anyway, we're running way long. Yeah. So, uh, we can... Yeah, let's we can, talk about this after the break, because yeah. I think it's a little worse than that. Yeah. Well... Oh, no, it's... Yeah, it's, it's horrible. I don't mean to, to, you know, make it sound... Not worse than it is. I mean, I just can't fathom how fucking horrible and, and awful this is at this point. George you know? W. Bush was not completely and directly complicit in allowing this to happen. True. True. You are correct. So, um, anyway, um, I guess we're just going to have to play Macaroni's song for everybody. Right now. Yay. Uh, all right, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line 
This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan. I am Miles Lagan. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Deserted mansion. Halloween night. All right, dude! <laughs> Indie Media Weekly. Party till you drop 
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me, as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. And Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Present and accounted for. So, yeah, I mean, so a lot of people are saying, yeah, Trump is directly responsible for this guy's death. I honestly will tell you I have not, I've not read into it because it was so disgusting and so disheartening about this, you know, to just the, the basic details of it. Um... I want to say I don't think he's directly responsible. Well, he's complicit, like you said. I will say that. Um, and you know, I, I, I know there's a lot of theories floating around out there. What happened? I mean, it sounds like a hit squad or you know, pack of butchers, Saudi butchers came and uh, and murdered this guy and dismembered him. Um, and Trump doesn't he doesn't care. He doesn't care, and and to me that says. Go ahead. I, here, here's something else. I, when I say he's complicit, I, I want people to remember, he is the president of this country, which means he gets intelligence briefings. Yes. Whenever he wants them, and. It's not just this guy, but he gets intelligence briefings. And this this man left the United States and went to Turkey. Which means, you know, he's on a watch list. He's on a watch list. Okay. And there is there is intelligence that should have told the president, quote unquote, and the White House that he mm-hmm. is in danger. That's how the intelligence community works. Sure. And I, I feel like, you know, there was there, there just he 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 had to know about it or he decided to not know about it, which makes him complicit either way. Sure. This and is really, really bad. This is a journalist. Yeah. And, you know, uh, as much as the right wing howled about Benghazi, which, you know, whether they want to admit to it or not. When when the spontaneous riots were going on all over the Middle East, that was a prime time for you know over the over that video. Um, you know, it, it, I mean, they they use that as a guise. The the attackers in Benghazi they use that as a yes. guise. It's like okay, there's riots going on all over. Let's go take some American lives. You know, and if you go back to the Benghazi stuff, and if you go back to what Hillary Clinton said, she said that things were coming in so fast. There was so yeah. much signal intelligence that came in that it was really hard for everybody to put everything together all at the same time. This is one person. Yeah. Trump and the national, um, the national security. Help me out here, Joe. Advisors, team. 
the National Security Advisors and stuff, they had to know. They had to. They had to. If they care about this country, they had to present this to the Oval well, Office. I think and it's he clear they probably don't care ignored about this it. I think I think it's clear they don't care about this country. I mean, that's uh, we've known that from the start. But Joe, why don't you uh, give us your two bits on this? Well, I have a different take on this a little bit. Uh, I think it's more ominous than even what we've been talking about. I look, there are many regimes in this world that the United States, over many administrations, have turned their backs because of national interest on some very horrendous things going on. Saudi Arabia among them. Mm -hmm. And as morally decrepit as that is, I do think that the presidents and the administrations that did that really did think that our national interest trumped, (laughs) pardon the pun, anything that was going on in those countries domestically. What I find disturbing in this case, and the darkness I find here, is that this administration has nothing to do with national security or the best interest of the United States and what Saudi Arabia could contribute to our, to our, uh, uh, you know, our best interest. This is because he's making millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's because yes. he personally, because his son-in-law personally is benefiting financially from the Saudi relationship. And that's what's so dark and that's what's so cynical about what he's doing. <laughs> All during the campaign in 2016, we heard Just lock right. her up, lock her up. Because why? Because, oh, the Clinton Foundation was profiting from her position and Bill Clinton's position. And they are making money personally on the, the United on their positions in government. And lock her up. Where he said, and I quote, Saudi Arabia, I get along with all of them. They buy apartments from me. They spend yep. 40 million, 50 million. Am oh, I yeah. supposed to dislike them? And this year alone, Saudi lobbyists, and I'm reading from the New York, the, the Washington Post, Saudi lobbyists spent $270,000 for reserve rooms at the hotel in Washington alone. This is about enriching himself. This is about he doesn't care about the United States. He doesn't care about Khashoggi. He doesn't care about free speech or journalists. What he cares about and all he cares about is the accumulation of wealth. And you his know, followers that follow him and believe his bullshit are the worst part of this story. Yeah, what, what you just said, Joe, is really... Every now and then we have to come... When I say we, I mean me. But it comes down to... He said that. He did say that. Why should I look at Saudi Arabia as an enemy. And it comes down to one very, very basic fact. He works on behalf of himself. He doesn't ever work on behalf of the country. No. Ever. No. And when he said that, and when he said that, to me, again, right there, he basically said, fuck you, Amalia Mintz Claus. 
Fuck you. A yes. permanent a permanent American resident. And he wasn't an American citizen, but he was a permanent resident of America, is dead. And he basically said, Well, I don't care. I don't care. I make a well, lot of money off of Saudi Arabia. You I mean, we yeah, this this horse shit, uh, you know, uh, if they, if conservatives and Republicans had the balls to go after Hillary Clinton and the Obama administration over Benghazi, if they don't do something and investigate the shit out of this, um, well, who am they I kidding? Won't. They're not going to. He just told, he just told the AP moments ago. That what we what what the press is doing to Saudi Arabia is akin to what the press did to Kavanaugh. Really, that those poor people, those poor people <laughs> are guilty until proven innocent. He really did, didn't he? He really did. See this this always uh, siding, mm, always siding with the aggressor, never the victim. He never sides with America. Also he true. never cites what, mor- what moral values of any kind. The so-called uh, religious right that that follows him that 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 stuck their 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 lips to his ass like a mole on his fucking ass, right? The the religious right, all these these evangelical bullshit people. They they don't even see that this man doesn't even have morals. He no. doesn't have any. He's amoral. He doesn't care about anything. I mean, except what, the accumulation of wealth. For the simple fact, for the simple fact that that you know that they f- swallowed his bullshit, you know, um, hook, line, and sinker. After he said he's never asked God for forgiveness for anything, and mm-hmm. considering infidelity is a pretty big no-no. For well, I'm sorry for some Christians, not evangelicals, because they seem to get their rocks off every which way, you know, um, you know. But but you know, I, I mean, he's never sought forgiveness for anything. Even Jimmy Swagger went in front of America and wept for visit going to a hooker, you know. <laughs> I mean, the, how how can you you know that they they've thrown out. All credibility. All, they threw out all credibility as soon as they hitched their wagon to this, a you know, immoral piece of garbage. You know, and um, you know, in this, I, I want to play a part before it gets too late. I want to play part of Leslie Stahl talking to him the other day about North Korea. This is that whole interview was amazing, by the way. Yeah, and I, I I couldn't even go watch much more than what I got, and this is like three minutes long. But listen, listen to listen to this. This is this is stunning. What about North Korea? We're talking about. Well, I consider it a so far great achievement. Look, we when you say so far. It's always so far until everything's done. I I you know deals what? are deals. Okay, whether it's a real estate deal or a retail deal, it doesn't matter. But I will say this. The day before I came in, we were going to war with North Korea. I sat with President No, Obama. we weren't. We were going to and war. No. We were going to, I think it was going You're to end a liar. up in war. No. And my impression is, and even in my first few months, I mean, that rhetoric was as tough as it could possibly get. It doesn't get any tougher than that. Nobody's oh, ever heard rhetoric that tough. 
Never. We're really? going to war with North Korea. Now, you don't hear that. You don't hear any talk of it. And he doesn't want to go to war. And we don't want to go to war. And he understands denuclearization. And he's agreed to it. And you see that. He's agreed to it. No, do you no trust missiles? him? I do trust him. Yeah, Lies. I trust him. That doesn't mean I can't be proven Why wrong. Why would you trust him? Well, first of all, if I didn't trust him, I wouldn't say that to you. Wouldn't I be foolish to tell you right here on 60 Minutes? Well, remember show? what Reagan said. Trust but verify. Sure, I know. It's it's a very true. But the fact is, I oh, can trust wow. him. Oh, wow. I'm going to pause it right there because he's like, he sure, but yeah. Means. He said, sure, but yeah, it's, it's very true. Um, oh, sorry it, to cut you off. No, nah, but, I, but I, just what I'm saying about that is is that he he knew the quote. He might not know fully what it means. I don't know. But uh, he knew the quote, but he wanted to just be like, eh, fuck Reagan, whatever. I'm fucking yeah. sick of people talking about yeah. Reagan. I'm better than Reagan. I'm better yeah. than everybody. You know, that's what, yeah, okay, whatever. Just like a fucking petulant child. You can't even can't even have a little bit of respect for somebody who's you considered the greatest leader of the 20th century of your party. He's not even a petulant child. He's a fucking arrogant teenage Kavanaugh. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even kidding, because petulant children, they can still be, you know put in their place yeah that's a teenager yeah that's well he, he came very close to an apostasy there yeah a what <laughs> in, in denouncing ronald reagan yeah I exactly can't that. yeah you yeah, know did, uh, anyway we, we don't have a ton of time let's God. get through the rest of this clip but is it true that they haven't gotten rid of a single weapon and they may actually be building more missiles? They want to, and I will tell you that they're closing up sites. But We're is what I said out. true, that they haven't? Well, nobody really knows. I mean, people are saying that. Um, yeah. uh, I've actually yeah. said that. And nobody what, that they're really still building so missiles, more missiles? I, we Amazing. don't really know, Leslie. We really don't know. But... Yeah, I suspect that. Let's say the answer is yes. Okay. okay. Let's In the meantime, they haven't tested a missile. They haven't tested a rocket. Bullshit. They definitely haven't done they don't a have to. nuclear test because you know about them real fast. It sort of moves the earth. And we have a relationship now. One of the things that Kim has asked for is for you to ease the sanctions. We haven't done that. Are you prepared to do no. that? No. What, what does he have to do no, before you? No, I'm not doing it. This isn't the Obama administration. I haven't used the what? sanctions. I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything. We're meeting. I believe he likes me. I like him. We have a good relationship. It's very important. No. And then we fell in love. Okay? Yes, no, really. I'm just gonna read he wrote this. me beautiful letters. And they're great letters. We fell in love. I want to read you his resume. Okay, he presides over a cruel kingdom of repression, gulags, starvation, uh, reports that he had his half-brother assassinated, slave labor, public executions. This is a guy you love. I know all these things. I mean, I'm not a baby. I know, know, but why do you love that guy? Look, look. Mm. Not a baby. I I, I like I get along with him. Okay, but you love him. Okay, that's, that's just like a figure embra- of speech. No, it's like an embrace. It's just no, like it a figure of speech. He's a bad job. guy. Look, let it be whatever it is. I get along with no. him really well. I have a good energy with him. I have a good chemistry oh, with him. Sweet God Look at the horrible threats that were made. No more threats. 
No more threats. I'm not a baby. Yeah, you fucking are. So, okay, it's a figure of speech to say you love somebody. We fell in love. We fell in love. It's a figure of speech. You said it three fucking times in front of thousands of people and didn't say, no, okay, just kidding. We're not, you know. It's not a figure of speech. It's not a fucking figure of speech. You said you, you got a bromance. You love it. You love them. I actually have it printed out in front of me because when he said it, I was so stunned. We fell in love. No, really. He wrote me beautiful letters. They were great letters. And then we fell in love. Three times. Right there. And, and you know, Leslie Stahl, I think she did a great job. I do. She did. His only response to her was, I'm not a baby. I'm not a baby. Okay, do you I'm remember, not a baby after do you remember she re- when asked I, him forceful questions. I'm I not remember, a baby. I, I remember this vividly from the summer, Joe. Uh, do you remember when they were floating the, the blimp? Uh, the the Trump baby balloon over in the UK when he was visiting over there, and right. and well, I I read a quote about that and I kept saying it over and over, uh, you know, on the show. I don't like being called a baby. I don't like being called a baby. Yes. It's like, dude, seriously, if you don't like being called a baby, don't fucking bring attention to it because people are gonna think you're a baby. So if you say, I'm not a baby, unprompted, <laughs> you're a baby. You're a fucking baby. And I did this for you, Fat Donnie. I'm not a baby. (laughs) I'm not a baby. You're a baby. You're a big, fat, ugly baby that nobody really wants. The only reason they keep you around is because you... The promise of money. Jesus. And release those taxes to see how wrapped up you are with Saudi Arabia, you sick son of a bitch. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> Elizabeth you know, Warren took the DNA test, and fuck anybody out there who's giving her shit over that. Even the Native Americans who are giving her shit over it. Fuck off. She it's took the, same the test. Who gave shit to Obama for releasing his? Yeah, it's like, you know, you know, she's constantly taunted and called racist names now more than even ever in in, you know, the Cherokee Nation. They can take a flying fucking leap at this point because they're like, oh, what she's doing is terrible. But all the shit that Trump said about her, all the fucking all the different fucking Tucker Carlson plays on Native American names, Liawatha, folk, folk, you know, Focahontas or whatever, or, you know, I mean, you know, oh, but Elizabeth Warren's the bad person in here because a woman speaks up about her ancestry and they want to diminish it. You know what? If she didn't have that one ancestor, she wouldn't be here. I, I think, I think that the Cherokee Nation said... We're not sure if she's Cherokee. That's it. No, they were. They were like. They didn't denounce that she was Native. No, they were saying they were. They were denouncing what she what she did. They denounced the DNA test and saying that oh she's playing politics with you know and and diminishing you know Native American lineage and stuff like that. It's like I'm sorry, fuck off. I'm sorry to anybody who wants to give her shit about that, but you can all fuck the fuck off because she's been attacked relentlessly for years and she proved the point that she actually has uh, Native American uh, ancestry and now people want to give her shit. So go ahead, Joe. 
this is what this is what I fear the most. You see, whenever I, I saw earlier in the chat, Miles said, "Oh well, when the Democrats take over, uh, Miles said, you know that we'll have investigations." I'm not so sure because this is the shit that happens. Somebody defends themselves, or, or the Democrats take over the House and they start investigations. The first thing we hear from the press, what? They're overplaying their hand. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Democrats, they shouldn't be doing that. They or, should be legislating. Yeah. They shouldn't overplay their hand. Oh, but it's okay when the Republicans take over and all they do is Benghazi for four fucking years. That's all we hear about, mm-hmm. right? That was okay. They covered that wall to wall. I'm telling you, if the Democrats take this over, it's going to be just like they're doing to, to Elizabeth Warren. Oh, they're overplaying their hand. Oh, the Democrats. See, they don't She's know how to handle it. playing politics with get, the indigenous you, peoples. You can't, you can't get in the ditch with, with Trump. No, because Trump, you know, whether they complain about him for 24-7 on cable news, they love him. Mm-hmm. They love him. And that goes for MSNBC, that goes for CNN, that goes for everybody. They yeah. love Trump. And they love what he does, and they love when he says horse face, and they love when he when he says Pocahontas. They love it. And the first thing we're going to hear from these people is, the Democrats overplayed their hand. So what do we do? I say when they go low, we go lower. You know, you're in a fucking fight. You're in a mm-hmm. battle, okay? This is no longer politics as usual. We are in a dark place in this country. We can't play this game anymore that we've been playing no. all all these decades, where the Democrats take the high ground and let the Republicans do all the winning. There's only one way to, to, to cut out a cancer, okay? And, and that's you attack it. You cut right. it out any way you can. So... I'm not kidding. I'm asking a very serious well, question. Le- legally, you know, within reason. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying illegally. I'm just saying that you can't go into a campaign, you can't take power and not use it. Yes. If we if we win in the midterms, if they're at the ballot, we take power. Let's not for the next two years have Nancy Pelosi saying, "Oh." Got to take taking table. it off the table. Taking take it, it off, I, off the that's table. It's immediately We're when I thought of when you, when you started talking about this. That pissed me off sure, so bad. Sure, I, I'm so f- sick of this bullshit. Okay, we use have to stick your it to political the way- capital. Use your power. Yeah. Do what they did. They bullied their way to two Supreme Court stolen seats. Yep. If I'm the Democrats, the next move is I pack the court. 13 justices. And guess what? As soon as we have all three branches, 13 justices. And we get a point the next five liberal ones. That's the way we'll do it. That's the way you fight. That's the way you overcome Nazis. Yeah. You don't overcome them with persuasion or being nice. You overcome overcome them with giving them back what they gave us. Well, the only thing that they'll respond to, the only thing they respect is power. So if you can That's push them, if you can push them down, knock them down, they'll back. They'll back off. You know, that, yeah, they did this. They did this in, That's why we lost mm. in 2010. We yeah. lost in 2010 because we ran away from the greatest thing Obama did, 
which is yeah. try to provide health care to every American citizen. Oh, yeah. I was so pissed. I was so election, pissed. We ran away from that and hid behind the rock because, oh, the press. Oh, we don't want to look bad in front of the press. Yeah. You know, we don't overplay our hands. Yeah. So are well, we blaming well, the press or are we blaming the Dems? I'm blaming playing the press. I'm playing bring blaming the Dems for listening to the press. I'm blaming the Dems for being intimidated by the conservative by the, the conservative wing in this country. Okay, I, I am condemning the Democrats, the press, and them being intimidated into playing their own game, into playing right into their hands. All right. Susan says, go team Joe, but we got to go to break. We're, we're five minutes over. So, but now I know what you're saying. Yeah. Fuck the press, uh, to a certain degree and fuck Democrats to a certain degree, grow a spine, use your fucking political power, shove their faces in the fucking mud. When you get a chance, figuratively, not literally, (laughs) um, Tucker Carlson, Eh, they're being mean. They yell at me at restaurants. Fuck you. Go choke on your Nobody own chicken. Nobody yells at him at restaurants. That little tiny... He's got a tinier mushroom dick than Trump. I wouldn't be surprised. Oof. No, really. Anyway. I heard that. Uh, well, told- some some say. All right. Well, we really have to go to the break right now. Uh, we'll be right back with some more turn up tonight. But I like your spirit, Joe. I like it. This is how I'm feeling, too. Uh, but we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. stage, it's no show for sissies. See two out-of-this-world horror shows in person. See Dr. Ragnar and his nightmare of movie monsters. You'll see the screen's latest and most horrible movie monsters alive in person. See the teenage Frankenstein, the fly, the colossal beast, the daughter of Dracula, Rodan, and the flying monster. These monsters are not on film, but alive in person on the stage and in the audience. See what happens when teenage Frankenstein meets Dragula's daughter. All this plus stage show number two spooks a poppin'. We warn you, this is the most on stage, in person, two blood-warming horror shows. Warning. 
This preview cannot show all of the terrifying and grotesque transformation sequences from the last 30 minutes of Indie Media Weekly. You have been warned on IndieMediaWeekly.com. And now, on with the show. I'm not a baby. <gasps> Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, radio for humans, and uh, happy October to everybody. Um, and, of course, welcome back to Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, with some righteous anger, and I appreciate that very much. I just took some pressure pills, and I'm okay. <laughs> I hear you. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, uh, keeping us both from uh, 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 having surges of murder fists on the program. <laughs> Welcome back. Just trying to be right down in the middle. I hear you. You know, I, I it... it, it 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 frustrates me to no end, and I don't want to. I don't want to keep harping on this because I don't like beating up Democrats. I don't like beating up Democrats. You know, I don't either. I I will stick up for them when I can, but we need some real fucking leadership. We need some powerful, powerful leadership that are going to fucking push back. And and again, this it's just bad feelings when we go back to the idea that. You know, well, impeachment's off the table. Why? Here, here, here's something I I gotta say because because uh, that's okay. put. I need to say this. I need right. to say this. All right. I compl- I I I don't disagree with what Joe said. I don't disagree with you, and I actually kind of don't disagree with Trojan Rabbit in in the chat. However. When when I when I see people like Trojan, I'm calling you out. When you say fuck Nancy Pelosi, I say stop it. And yes, you all can be pissed off at the fact that she said back in the day when she became the Speaker of the House, impeachment is off the table. I get it, I understand it. But the thing is is that I I see I see two different I I see this going on. Nancy Pelosi is one of the most able-bodied people in our caucus in the Dem party. She knows how to run things. She knows how to get legislation passed. She knows she's got experience. Mm-hmm. She's got experience. And 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 I will be really honest with you and if people out there want to disagree with me that's okay. <clears throat> but this idea of get them out and fuck them all and get, get rid of them, you're getting rid of people who understand 
how to work the politics. Yeah. On to go to Joe's side of things, I need them to start fighting with people like Mitch McConnell. Chuck Schumer, start fighting. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi, start fighting little Paul Ryan. I mean, how many how many things have we... I hope that makes sense. I, yeah. I hope that makes sense. Oh, it does. It does make sense. But, you know, to say at this point in time that impeachment is still off the table, you know, and for, for people not to be taking the articles of, of impeachment that have been filed by Democrats of good conscience that are concerned about um, the country uh, over the party, because that's the one thing that bothers me is because... Again, what you know, Joe says about the media and Democrats. Okay, the the yes. Democrats say, "Oh, well, you know, impeachment's off the table," and then they say on cable news, "Well, it would be horrible for Democrats if they tried to impeach him." You know, yeah, so- that's the bullshit. That's the media part of it. The last time I heard Nancy Pelosi talk about um, impeachment. <clears throat> I think she was talking along the lines of, you know, well, let's not talk about it now. Yeah, well, which is you know. way, which is way different than after Bush got elected. Sure. And people can be pissed about that. I'm pissed about that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but anyway, I don't, I don't want to dwell on this too too much because there's something else that happened today. Um. That is a, a pretty huge story. Everybody knows that the you know Stormy Daniels, uh, I think wrongly, had uh, a judge throw out her defamation case against Trump uh, because you know he said all kinds of horrible things about her, and now he's back at it. Um, and this is from Mediaite. Ken Meyer, Stormy Daniels strikes back Trump's hatred of women after horseface insult, and she says, "Game on, Tiny." Um, <laughs> To which I will uh, give her an amen, amen, story. Amen. Amen. Um, it says, despite a big legal setback and a new round of insults from Fat Donnie, Stormy Daniels and Michael Avenatti are not backing down from the battle with Trump. Um, last night, a federal judge tossed out the defamation lawsuit Daniels filed against Trump for calling her a con job when she recalled being threatened into silence about her alleged liaison with uh Trump. Uh, Trump doesn't have anything on his public schedule today, so he made the most of his executive time by getting on Twitter to gloat over the news, calling Daniels horseface and trashing her third-rate lawyer. Many observers were outraged by Trump's personal shot at uh, Daniels' look, but as for the adult film actress, she's promising that this isn't the end. She said, ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you um, your president, in addition to his um, shortcomings, he has uh, demonstrated his incompetence, hatred of women, and lack of self-control on Twitter again. And perhaps a penchant for bestiality. Game on, Tiny. Republicans always go into the sex with animals. Always. Um, and I-, I love this. There's something that people are, are, are not paying attention to in the Trump tweet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. And I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but it says federal judge throws at Stormy Daniels. He can't even spell Daniels. It's D-A-N-I-A-L-S. Stormy Daniels lawsuit uh, versus Trump. Trump is entitled to full legal fees 
at Fox News great. Now I can go after Horseface and her third-rate lawyer in the great state of Texas. She will confirm the letter she signed. She knows nothing about me, a total con. She knows nothing about me, a total con. <laughs> um, so he just called himself a total con in there. Um, you know, she knows nothing about me, comma, a total con. Yeah, he's not good at... No, he's not good at much. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and it says, Daniels also mocked Trump by saying that she must have gotten to the... Por- he must have gotten to the portion of her book where she made fun of his penis. Don't say penis in this house! <laughs> While describing what it was like to have sex with him. I see somebody finally made it to chapter three. Also, can someone please teach Tiny about correct pronunci- uh, punctuation? We already knew you're a con. <laughs> um, and um, she put commas, hashtag commas are hard, hashtag triggered him, hashtag slow reader. <laughs> Um, Michael, <laughs> Michael Avenatti, uh, put, uh, you are a disgusting misogynist and an embarrassment to the United States. Bring everything you have because we are going to demonstrate to the world what a complete shyster and liar you are. How, uh, how many other women did you, how many other women did you cheat on your wife with while you had a baby at home? And, uh, Avenatti followed up tens of millions of Americans are tired of your fraud, lies, and corruption. They're equally tired on your attacks on women, especially the ones that you had, have had sex with while you were cheating on your wives. We and the UN are laughing at you, not with you. Hashtag basta. Avenatti's <laughs> really trying to get that hashtag going. So. <laughs> yeah. I kind of look at him from side eye. But the thing is, in in this case, it was just the defamation part that was dismissed. Yeah. The rest of the lawsuit is still going forward. Oh, yeah. So much more. So, so yeah. Oh, it's, Trump and his obsession with horse faces. What the fuck? He is a, he's a terrible, terrible, terrible human. Yes. He really yes. is. He's awful. He's terrible. But you know what's worse is that he has terrible, terrible, terrible people who are following him. Yeah. For That's anybody who thinks worse. for anybody who thinks that yeah, okay, Stormy Daniels is a porn star. She's an adult film actress, whatever you want to call her. By, you know, she by doesn't, choice. She yeah, she doesn't have a problem being called a porn star. You know, um, I don't believe so. What do you call an adult film star? Whatever. Um, but Giuliani did the same thing, and he got roundly criticized. Roundly criticized. I'm, I'm, you know, I know there are other important things going on right now, but for that, I mean, what to me with all the other important shit going on right now, all this earth-shattering shit, this fat piece of garbage little anus mouth decided to go on to fucking Twitter and use his little stink horn to pecker out a little fucking tweet. Um, a stink horn is a kind of orangey mushroom, just so everybody knows. Um, <laughs> I was afraid to ask. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's pecking it out with his not little stink horn. And, you know, and not only is he is he attacking a woman... He, he has nothing else to attack her on. 
He can't call her the a liar. The president of the United States called a citizen, a citizen. of the United States a horse face. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm sorry to cut you off here, Ken, but this is so fucked up. This is so completely fucked up. He is the president of the goddamn United States of America. And, and that makes me have a little... I want to throw up in my mouth. Yeah. But he is going after private citizens. The president of the United States is not a private citizen anymore. No. He is the president, and he is attacking private citizens. You know... This is really, really awful and terrible and bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, and of course, oh, oh but then, but then, um, poor, poor Melania. I could say I'm the most bully person on, on the world. Yeah, again, you'd yeah. be a fucking liar if you said it, and you are. Um, I, I, I have a vagina, so I'm going to say this: bitch, shut up. You know, I had somebody the other day, you know, so of course, you know, she's not going to go after Stormy Daniels because, you know, she's, you know, all, all that, you know. That you know Stockholm syndrome talk, or you know, oh, I'm I pity her, I'm worried about her. All that shit's gone from me. I had a little tiny bit of that me in my too. back pocket, and I took that lint and I threw it out because she can fuck right off with her. I don't really care to you and her fucking stupid be best movement being all about her. Oh, I started it because people said something mean about the way I talk. And I was I had a person Yeah, I was too to a certain degree, but not anymore. Gloves are off, asshole. Um and and, person. and and I, I wanna I wanna say this too. Uh somebody else uh, out there uh in, in uh on discuss the, the comment section where generally I should never go, but I've been blocking a lot of people. You know you know what I call it. We'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Uh, somebody left a comment uh, the other day, and they said, um, "Be best." Is that even grammatically correct? Can it be used in a sentence? So I put, "It would be best if the Trump and the Trump and his family left this country and never returned." So yes, you can use "be best" in a sentence. <laughs> it would be best for America if Trump and his family left and never came back. Uh, so that's 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 what be best means to me. I hear Saudi Arabia is nice this time of year, you cocks. Tiny, tiny and squinty can go over there. That's what I'm going to call Melania now, squinty. See, I never gave her any slack. Anybody that's in that White House with him, anybody that would share a bed with him, Anybody that she would doesn't. have any? Well, she did at one point. I have proof. You do? Well, yeah. There's a kid there. Oh wait, do you really have proof? Well, Joe, I'm going I micro. We could, we could do a DNA. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a DNA. I want to see it in person. I want to do the DNA. Yeah, uh, I want to do the DNA it. test myself. <laughs> yeah, personally, but I never give her any slack because she's complicit with everything he's done. She's forgiven everything he's done. When the the Access Hollywood tape came out, she was there. Uh, he was a gun. He was uh, yeah. a gun. And don't forget the Bullshit. birther shit. She's don't just she's the... just she's a just a female fucking Trump. 
That's all she You is. know what? I'm still going to go back to the fact that the reason why I gave her slack is because I am somebody who was abused as a child, and I know women who are abused. And that is why it took me to this point to say, no, now I'm done. You, you... I don't think she's abused. Well... I, th- I think she's using I, him. I think you're missing my point. Well... I do. I think you're missing my point why it took me this long to get to that. To that place where I didn't have sympathy for her. I well, had sympathy for her. Uh, oh, Sandy and Derwood used be best in a sentence as well for everybody. She said, it would be best if the entire family and administration were all rotting in hell. What very good, Sandy. I like Good usage <laughs> of like. be best in a sentence. What, what she said in Africa today or this week. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. How about how about the? I don't really. You. Yeah, the jacket. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. I wasn't we did, sure. We then we the didn't have thing. actual reasons to. She made it clear. She mm. she said she said it at this point. She said it. She made she, it clear which, where she is. Oh, yeah. Until until this week, I wasn't clear about it. Her words are her words. She's just and an... So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. She's just an ignorant little fashionista that picks up on whatever little nuggets she can understand about politics and doesn't care about anything except herself and how she looks. That's why she's constantly fucking striking a pose and putting her little pith hat on the fucking table and wearing her obnoxious little jackets and, you know wearing her stupid, you know, holy mountain hats and what was what was with the colonial hat? <laughs> the pith helmet or whatever that was? Yes. Fuck it. She what she's, was with that? She's an obnoxious little no nothing fashionista. That's what it is. That's that's what that's it is. All and she she did, thinks she... it's more important to look good than to feel good. <laughs> you know? She sold her she sold her soul to the devil the day she decided to marry that bastard. She's a Okay. She's a superficial and, and she's, she's ignorant. Com- she was complicit asshole. from day one. You know, she walked down, she came down that escalator with him at Trump Tower in 2015 when he said all Mexicans were rapists and everything. And she stood by him. You know, she was complicit right from the start. She's like Ava Braun. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, she's just a, a, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying she's stupid. I'm definitely not saying she's stupid because anybody's, anybody's smarter than Donald Trump. I'm not saying she's stupid, but she's shallow. She loves she loves being glamorous. She loves looking this part. She loves you know squinting and puckering mm-hmm. and you know doing all that shit. You know just to try and fucking look good. She just acts like a teenager. I've said that before that she acts like a spoiled little fucking teenager. You know the I don't care to you. I called her. I said that about her back then. Just petulant teenage behavior because. Nobody really ever had to fucking grow up in that family. Nobody ever had to fucking experience life. No. She was a model. She got everything on a silver fucking platter. You know, she she landed in the in the 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 right family that would feed her habits and here she is. They're all just grown-ups that never grew up. Right. And they'll never the have to. I'll give a li- the only am one I, in that family I'll give a little still- Slack yeah. is, is, is barren because he's well, not old enough to have been corrupted yet. 
But he'll have I his was, turn. I was gonna. Ah, I'm still gonna Who ask knows? that question. My Maybe still, he'll be the next Ron Reagan. Back the Baron. And yeah, he's a kid. You, and to be honest with you, to go one step further, Donald Trump Jr.'s kids. And I won't. Uh, go they're into not it even further, the equation. They're not even in the equation to me. None of no. them are. <clears throat> I'm just talking about the adults. So I, I'm. You know, right? There comes a time in your life when you realize what you are and what you're doing, and that goes for Donald Jr. and that goes for for uh, his other ugly son. That's really the horse face, Eric. And uh, yeah, and 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 his daughter. Oh, I want to represent women. I, women in in bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Your daddy's a little girl, and all you want to do is what daddy did. Which which is go to parties, have make a lot of money, and you don't care about women at all. No, they don't care about anything but Please. themselves. It's uh, it's Please. all they, you know, they, 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 it's all about MO. the Trump and the Trump wealth. That's all. Yep. And uh, one last thing, somebody somebody messaged on uh, mentioned on discuss the other day. They said, "Which one is Don Junior's mom again?" And I, I responded, "The shop vac." Uh, so there you go. Um. <laughs> don't you know, leave Sandy Trump. And Derwood make, Sandy and Derwood makes a good good point. Before she married him, she was his mistress. He was still married to Marla. Yeah. So yeah. you know, go fuck yourself. All y'all. All y'all. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we got the the Green News report is back. Not sure why they were off last week. I didn't see. Uh, but anyway, we got the Green News Report coming up. When we come back, we'll get into some name calling and uh, listener calls, and um, and we we got to we got to flip the script and and get to some levity towards the end of the show here, though. So, uh, and we do have some. Thankfully, Saturday Night Live listened to Kanye West's request, everyone. Uh, but yeah, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, October 16, 2018. Five days after the storm slammed into the Florida Panhandle, patience is running thin. Large swaths of the Florida Panhandle still awaiting aid after catastrophic Hurricane Michael. Michael was the fourth record-breaking hurricane to make U.S. landfall in the past 15 months. Plus, I'm not denying climate change. Despite Michael's record-breaking destruction, Republicans are still denying the science and the economic impacts of climate change. All of that destruction and denial straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. A U.N. report warning about catastrophic damage from climate change drops just as such a hurricane hits. Only a moron could not see the connection. Or as Trump said, I don't see the connection. <laughs> this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, if I'm not mistaken, your teaser there at the top about Michael as the fourth hurricane hit the U.S., over the past 15 months, that doesn't include Hurricane Lane out in Hawaii, though, does it? No, but Hurricane Lane only skirted Hawaii. It didn't actually make landfall. So it left a record amount of rainfall in Hawaii, but it doesn't count because it wasn't a hurricane 
when it hit the island? Basically, yes. I see. Well, on Monday, President Donald Trump toured some of the destruction left behind by Hurricane Michael across several southern states. The Category 4 storm obliterated entire neighborhoods. As of airtime, at least 18 people are confirmed dead across four states, but that number is likely to rise as rescue crews search for at least 30 people still listed as unaccounted for. Nearly one week after the storm, emergency services have still not reached some storm victims, with food and water being airdropped into rural areas that were cut off. More than 200,000 people are still without power amid stifling heat and humidity, with some officials warning that electricity in some areas might not be restored for a month or more. What is this, Puerto Rico? Officials in Mexico Beach warned that recovery could take a year. Yes, it's Puerto Rico. For the record, Hurricane Michael was the most powerful hurricane ever to hit the Florida panhandle. It was the strongest storm to make landfall in the continental U.S. since Hurricane Andrew in 1992. Hurricane Michael now ranks among the top four most powerful hurricanes on record to make landfall in the United States. Michael was the strongest hurricane to hit Georgia since record-keeping began in the 1850s. Michael was so strong that the rumbling of its winds and waves showed up on undersea seismometers Mm. that measure earthquakes. Wow. Michael was the fourth Category 4 hurricane to hit the United States in just the last 15 months, following last year's Harvey, Irma, and Maria. And then, of course, there was this year's Lane and Florence, but apparently they don't rate. Not as major hurricanes at landfall. So major is considered to be Category 3 or above? Correct. Got it. Scientists say that Hurricane Michael's sudden intensification from Category 1 to almost Category 5 in less than 24 hours fits a recent pattern. All of the the worst hurricanes of the past two years, Harvey, Irma, Maria, Florence, and Michael, intensified extremely rapidly. Initial estimates of economic losses put damages from Hurricane Michael at about $30 billion. In Georgia, where farmers were just about to harvest their crops, agricultural damage is forecast to top more than $1.5 billion alone. In 2018, so far, the United States has had 12 extreme weather disasters costing more than a billion dollars in damages. All of Hurricane Michael's extreme records are in line with climate scientists' predictions of what we'd expect to see with global warming. But Republicans like President Donald Trump and Florida's own Republican Senator Marco Rubio took to the airwaves to downplay the fact that climate change is man-made and is having major economic impact right now. In a CNN interview on Sunday, Senator Rubio acknowledged that rising sea levels are impacting infrastructure and climate change might be a factor, but he promoted the false claim that transitioning away from fossil fuels to clean energy would somehow be more expensive than the mounting economic losses from multiple billion-dollar extreme weather disasters that we are seeing every single year. And that means mitigation, hardening. We've been working on that very hard and continue to uh, strategies to mitigate against those factors that are going to be in place no matter what happens with our energy policy. But I'm also not going to destroy our economy. For the record, numerous economic studies and the real life experience of booming economies like California have proven that the cost 
of transitioning to clean energy is far, far cheaper than the damage caused by fossil fuel emissions with global warming, including the lives saved from cutting air and water pollution from fossil fuels. Climate change is already having an enormous economic impact right now. Yeah, but that's nothing compared to the economic impact on Marco Rubio's campaign if the Koch brothers pull out their money if he stops denying climate change. Good point. For much more on all of these stories, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Follow where the money goes. Follow where the money goes. Follow where the money This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I'm not a baby. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Holy shit. You crazy lunatic 70-year-old man baby. There we go. Proof he's a man baby. It's a baby fucking wheel. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Rain, are you back? Maybe she's not back. Uh, Joe Santor, the Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Are you back, sir? I'm back. Okay, I'm back. good, good. There's I'm losing my up. voice, but I'm back. Oh no! So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all that screaming. <laughs> well, at least you're not screaming like this. I'm not a baby. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, Rain, are you there? I'm here. That was horrible. <laughs> what what happened? The, the screaming baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a baby fucking wheel. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> One of the if rare I'm back. I'm sorry if I missed rare orange whales. Back. It's a real orange mushroom dick whale. Oh, um my God. so uh stinkhorn uh so uh anyway yeah so joe you said some breaking news uh you want to do that before name calling real quick uh yeah new york times is just reporting that uh one of the suspects identified by turkey in the disappearance of the saudi dissident jamal khashoggi Mm -hmm. was a frequent companion of crown prince mohammed bin salman Get Three others are linked by witnesses and other records to the Saudi Crown Prince's security detail. <clears throat> and the doctor, I guess, who dismembered him was part of the 
uh, royal family's uh, forensic team. Oh. Yeah, he was. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, the, the Washington Post actually uh, had five or six of the uh, uh, passports that these people mm. used to go in and out of uh, Turkey just for the day. Crown Prince says they were just weird. They were just there to kill somebody. Yeah, this goes. This goes to. Um, I, I shared in our chat a, a, a Twitter thread. The doctor was the Saudi autopsy doctor, right? Saw Al Tabi. Yeah, he did the cutting. He was mm-hmm. the autopsy doctor. Yeah, sounds more like a cleaner than a doctor, if you know the. Yeah, the, the fifth. The, the fifth suspect is a forensic doctor who holds a senior position in the Saudi Interior Ministry and Medical Establishment, a figure of such stature that he could be directed only by a high-ranking Saudi authority. So can we confidently confirm that Saudi Arabia is saying, yeah, we killed him? Oh, see, you're doing what they did to Kavanaugh. What? You're doing what they did to Kavanaugh. You're accusing... You know, you're making them guilty until... No, no. You see, here's the thing, Joe. I'm really... I I don't have tolerance for that right now. I I really... We understand. Saudi Arabia... Saudi Arabia is literally out there saying, we did this. Well... Or the is or the, is this all reported from is this all reported from the Turkish authorities though? Yeah, it is. They're the ones doing the investigating. I mean, yeah. it was on their basically on their soil. But earlier today, we heard many reports that Saudi Arabia was sitting there trying to say, "Okay, how do we come out? How do we say that we did it without saying we did it?" Oopsie! And I'm not trying to. Be, I'm I'm not trying to be snarky with you, Joe. No, I, I, I just. There's a certain point where I, I, I feel like we can't do like, oh, Kavanaugh, because Kavanaugh wasn't a joke. And what's happening no. with what, what's no, happening? I, what I was saying was what he said in the AP tonight. That's he said they're Trump going said. To, to the Saudis. Yeah, what he said oh, tonight. Oh, okay. That's what Trump he said. said. What they're doing to the Saudis is what they did to Kavanaugh. Poor, he said poor that tonight. Saudis. Trump yeah. said that tonight. Yeah. Yes. Trump's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're. Oh my God. Okay. This. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Joe. I didn't read the story oh, I, that you posted. I, I, I know. I know. No, he, he mentioned it earlier briefly. But, yeah. I, but, you know, and I can't help it. Every time I see the Saudi crown prince, every time I see it, I think it says the Saudi clown prince. Because they are a bunch of fucking clowns, man. A bunch of deadly butchery clowns. I mean, I, I hate that fucking country. I hate I'm going, that country. I'm going with my basic feeling that this guy was lured back to the you know to the Saudi consulate in Turkey and he was killed by the Saudis and it was done with the blessing of Trump and yeah. Kushner. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. sticking with that story. I, I, I believe that. I don't I don't I don't doubt it for a second. But um we do have to we we do have a duty, a time-honored uh tradition on this program that we have to get to. And I know it's hard to shift away from ugliness like this because it's so infuriating. But Joe, you said duty. I did. I did say duty. Double duty. You said duty. Um, so, uh, Joe, you ready for uh, your Tuesday uh, job? Your chores? Doing some name calling? Oh, I can. I can. I can do that. All right. Hey. 
You'll have to scrant with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, it's gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your eyes. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Biscuit. You got any biscuits for sale in there? Mm. There you go. Uh-oh. Everything okay, Joe? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. There you go. By the way, Taney's Costume Shop in Scranton is still for sale. $100,000, you get the business and all the stock. All the costumes. It is an iconic costume shop in Scranton. But anyway, let's get back to the biscuits. We have... Joe, you should put the, put the link in the chat. I will, I will. Uh, Adam Heber. We have Destroyer Kurt. We Cousin have Curtis. Francie. We have Heather. Jay Collie. We have Kat. We have Ken Sr. Hi there, Dad. We have Joey, cool black dude. We have Miles in South Florida. We have Presnet. Rain, I'm not in your uh, garage. Uh, we have Sandy <laughs> Derwood, Scooter Cans, Tim Coromal, fresh back from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a great picture of him and John Britaval. Nice. Oh, he's got to post that. Yeah. Are you shitting and, me? Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, Trojan Rabbit. There we go. And, uh, Joe, uh, while you're posting that link to the costume shop that's for sale yes. in uh, in Scranton, I, I would like to play uh, one of their commercials right now. I got one of their commercials for you. Um, uh, here you go. Are you a girl? Is it Halloween? Then why don't you come down to Girl's Costume Warehouse? We got every kind of girl's costume for Halloween. Sexy witch. Sexy devil. Sexy cat. It doesn't take much to make me purr. We got literally every girl's costume in the entire goddamn universe. Sexy pharmacist. Sexy construction worker. Sexy fireman. Sexy referee. Sexy nun. Sexy detective. Not all our costumes are sexy. Check these out. Sexy mustard. Sexy palace guard. Sexy Jesus. Sexy Wolverine. Sexy Abe Lincoln. Wouldn't you like to four score with me? Get up off your ass and get the fuck down here. I got shit over here. I'm trying to fucking sell. Sexy Pope. Sexy lobster. Sexy mental patient. Sexy 1900 steel conglomerate tycoon. Sexy sexy. <laughs> and frog. Look at frog. all these fucking costumes. Right? What the hell are you waiting for? Get your ass down here. Come on. I got a big sale going on. Sorry, I mixed that up with, uh, that was actually a commercial for Sexy Girls Warehouse, Costume Warehouse, so my apologies. Was Sexy Girls Costume Warehouse a real thing? No, that's a jokey video from oh. YouTube from the the okay, old the see. old way back in the early <laughs> aughts on YouTube, around two thousand five or so. Um, it's scary to think how how old some of this shit that I have from YouTube is. 
Like, my God, really? Oh, 12 years old? What? I'm still so, like, I, I feel a little embarrassed by saying, is that real? Yeah, so, but yeah, you posted a link. You And please, if anybody wants to call in, if you got any birthdays or anything, let us know. 330-536-1466 is the number to call. Uh, got time for a couple calls at least. But uh, you posted a link. Uh, the name of Scranton's costume master retiring. Taney's, T-A-N-E-Y, apostrophe S, right. up for sale. And, That's right. Um, God. It's Seriously, it's only a hundred thousand dollars, and that that now the the building is rented. Okay. Oh, okay. So you got to buy it, buy the the business ins and outs, and, and then still pay rent. And the inventory, you get the inventory for the hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. And he's got great inventory. Ten thousand costs. I mean, if you ever come through Scranton, you got to go to Taney's. You'd love it. Oh, Anybody sure. that loves Halloween would love Taney's. Says his first customers, his first customers were Jack Benny, Lucille Ball, Bob Hope, people that uh, that like who uh, were doing vaudeville here. He said, "Right, mm-hmm. yeah, they used so. to go there for costumes uh, during because Scranton was the big. They they used to say if you could play Scranton, you could play anywhere. Well, there you go. So uh, yeah, it was Scranton was a big vaudeville thing in the twenties and thirties and. Uh, Taney's was there, yeah, costuming the big names in comedy. Well, we uh, speaking of big names in comedy, uh, we don't have one on the line, but Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio is here. Oh, oh that is just <laughs> that is just offensive. <laughs> you are a big name, Adam. In comedy, I'm working yeah. on it. I'm working on it. I can guarantee you, I've riffed more bad movies. Than anyone, than everyone here on the phone call combined. Well, you probably have. You probably have. So anyway, what's up, man? We get another caller. So what's going on? Well, I do have a birthday. Uh-huh. Uh I'm, I'm not. I, I. I. I don't think we can consider her a friend of the show, but I did get to interview her at this year's Anime Week in Atlanta. Yeah. And it is Mary Elizabeth McGlynn's birthday, aka the Major from Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Uh, Julia from Cowboy Bebop. She and she's a director for the new version of Shira. So uh, she's got her fingers in many soups. Many sinister soups. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Mary. I'm sorry, Mary. Um, Elizabeth McGlynn. Mary. Elizabeth Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. There. I, I. I was going to say Mary Catherine, but that's not right. Mary Elizabeth. And I did McGlynn. send her. I did send her the birthday boner on Twitter. But I didn't get a reaction. Well, there you go. Well, here you go. Uh, Mary Elizabeth, happy bite day. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, damn it. I, I played my hair. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. Hey. Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. Hey. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. All right. Uh, anything else to add, Adam? Uh, no, um, nothing that doesn't involve going down the rabbit hole to Wonderland because this uh, this journalist story really has me. Uh, yeah. A polite word is incensed. We're we. I mean, either Trump knew and didn't care because he's a journalist, mm-hmm. or he knew and gave it his blessing. Yeah. 
I, I um, no. yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Probably more on the latter. Um, I think the latter too. Yeah. And you know, like, I, like I said, for the Washington Post. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I like I said Saturday, the, uh, Schittler's balls deep in this one. Yeah, I hear you. If he had balls, that would be serious. Um, so unless it's unless it's yeah, Putin's balls, mushrooms oh, don't have balls. Yeah, Putin's balls in in his mouth. Maybe so. Maybe that's how deep he is into it. Oh, so. well, according to according to Stormy, it can't be too deep. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. So, uh, well, there are puffball mushrooms. Maybe that's what um, you know. Uh, they're these I'm sure it's not little, like that. There's these little dusty things that you just step on and spores go everywhere. Um, yeah, well, he is. We need to talk, he is talk a, you know, mushroom. Yeah, he probably spreads a lot of spores. Yeah, well, Eric. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, well, Adam, I'm going to let you go so we can get to our other caller, okay? All right. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night, caller. Bye. All right. See you later. All right. 717 with Central Pennsylvania area code. Uh, Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Tammy. Hello, Rain. Tammy. Tammy. Hi, Rain. Hello, Tammy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, listen. Yeah. When you told me to, I see I listen. Holy crap. Um, Tammy's calling. Nice. Tammy's calling. Now listen. Nice to meet you, here's Tammy. Here's my question. Yeah. Nice. It, it's my pleasure. Um, here's my question. You you say, oh, either either Donnie knew and didn't care, or Donnie didn't know. Are we assuming that he is getting his security briefings? Because remember, he didn't want to be bothered with them. That's true. I think it's it, honestly, it's it's kind of a coin toss because we know what kind of petulant individual he is, and he doesn't care about getting all the information about things. Uh, you know, again, he behaves like a spoiled teenager, so if he doesn't want a briefing, he probably doesn't get a briefing. And so it's left right. to ev- he, he everybody. Has, he yeah, has people... Well, and he's always had people to deal with things, and he probably has people to deal with those things, too, which gives him, I don't want to say plausible deniability, but, you know, like, oh, well, I didn't know. I wasn't told. Well, why didn't somebody tell me? It's the same thing with... Um, when um, Bob Woodward wanted to interview him, oh, nobody told me that he wanted to interview me. <gasps> yeah, yeah, good point. That's right. You see, so hey, I, I'm uh, I'm doing good. I'm, I made two good points tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Amy. laughs> I just I just want everybody to follow Tammy on Twitter. I, I, why? Seriously, Ken? What? Yeah. What? Why? Why? I'm the most boring person. You are full yeah. of shit. <laughs> That's that is not true. That's not true, and and I have an empty emodium box to prove it. <laughs> uh, well, see, there you go. And look, you're earning yourself a rim shot too for that. So there. You go. Uh, Aww. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and, and hello. And hello to Sandy and Durwood because Sandy and Durwood is responsible for me listening to your show. Oh, so, awesome! Awesome, Sandy. Well, yeah, and that. I'm gonna. I'll have to find really out. Fun on Twitter. I'll have to. What's your What's your Twitter handle? I'll see if I already follow you. I might. I'm not sure. Uh, you know what? I'm not. You know what? I don't even know what it is. She all right. She changes her handle all the time. I think now she's Tammy Erratic Behavior. Oh yeah, that's oh. it. Yeah, I'm due to change it again soon. Yeah. Oh, Erratic Behavior <laughs> uh, Behavior Tam. 
something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Thanks I'm, for I'm already, who I am. I'm already following you. <laughs> At Tammy313. At Tammy three one three. Tammy three one three. Oh my God! This is the first time I get to hear Tammy's voice in real life. Wait a minute! Don't 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 you see me when I'm live on Facebook? Uh, I did. Oh. I tried to. Yeah. Oh. But you can still watch the video. You can you can hear my voice on the video. Damn it! Me making a complete fool of myself. And you're a veteran. Oh. And th- thank you so much for your service to our country. I am. I am a veteran. And my daughter and my niece and, um, yeah. So, yes. But, you know, I had a job to do. I did my job. That's great. But anyway, That's so. doing your job. Huh, well, um, see, I never know what to say to that. Well, listen, you don't so have to say I, anything. I really needed to. I'm sorry. I said you don't have just, to say anything. Say, You've done yeah. enough. Oh, okay. No, I, I really needed to hear you, hear your program tonight because the last couple of days have been challenging. And so I just needed, you know, to hear Rain's laugh. That's what it is. <laughs> but I, I agree. I agree with Joe. I agree with everything that you guys have said tonight. And, of course, I agree with Rain because, you know, she's one of the smartest people I've never met. Oh, my God. Um, well, there you go. And that's how she okay. said I've, fo- I've been following Tammy all along. So there. Yeah. Okay, my well, God. So it's like finding a lost family member. Oh, and we no, didn't even have to and we didn't even have to do a DNA test. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Like ten generations back. Look at that, Tammy. Wow. <laughs> and Tam, you're from Ephrata. I I no, I'm actually from Mannheim, but I live in Ephrata right now. Oh, okay. Where are you from? Wait. Mannheim. Mannheim? Central PA. Okay, hold on everybody. Hold on. Oh golly. I don't know if Tammy knew this. My I have family members whose last name are Mannheim. And they are from no, that, Mannheim that's... Mannheim, Germany. Oh. Oh. No. Oh well Mannheim you wanna um they sell used cars there at Manhattan. Oh, well, that's, oh. That's, that's, that's right. The largest auto auction the largest, on the East Coast. That's <laughs> well, right. The rain. largest auto auction in the, in the East Coast is in right. Mannheim. Okay. Well, yeah. and, and Rain, yep. also, my mother actually has uh, some Mannheim steamroller CDs in her collection. No, okay. no, yeah. no. All right. She no, does. I swear to God. Track. I swear to God. She loved those, those, goof, those goofy new age <laughs> guys. So, uh, but that, but that's you what you end. You want to buy a used car? You go to Mannheim. All right. <laughs> only, only what if, if you want a dealer? Use... Only if you're a, a, a car dealer. Can you get a used uh, steamroller there? Oh, you could get a dealer's card. Don't worry about that. Steamroller. Okay. All right. I got. I got <laughs> it. I got it. Oh. <laughs> well, my, good my for cousin you. was. A, my cousin was a dealer, so I. You know. Oh, see. Yeah. So yeah. You, you had it in there. I have but a little. No. Manheim Steamroller has two ends, if I remember right. Yeah, I just Manheim was. Manheim was, only has one. I was forcing a joke there, Tammy. That's what I do. All right. Well, I'm telling so. you, there's a Manheim Germany. <laughs> there is, there is, there is a Manheim Germany, and I was not far from it when I was um, in Germany. That's where so. my. That's where part of my family is from. How cool is that? You're you're so. too cool. See, I, I knew that all along. <laughs> it wasn't Mannheim. It was Mannheim. Tammy, <laughs> I'm so happy you called. You're a nausea. <laughs> nausea. Oh. All right. Well, Tammy. Ta- uh, 
okay. I was Listen, just going to say, ta- and, and yeah. have a great evening. Okay. Yeah, thanks, and and see if you can make it over to our chat room sometime. Uh, just go to kennypick.com, and that'll take you straight to it. And registering is very easy. Um, so if you feel like it, and don't be a stranger, call us anytime. Put us on speed dial. All right, all right. Thanks, guys. I will right. put you. Bye-bye. I will put you in my phone. All right. All thanks, right. guys. Very Thank good. At the auto right. auction. Thanks for all calling, right. Tammy. That was oh, okay. Great. <laughs> all right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. So that was awesome. Tammy awesome. Rocks. Amen to Tammy. Amen. Look at that. She really ah, did. That was great. So I'm the most boring person. Tells one of the funniest jokes all night. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Excellent. Two good points, one great joke. I've been talking with her for about two, three years. She's funny as hell. Holy crap. So excited. She called. I I didn't realize. Yeah, I already was following her. Yeah, so at Tammy313. She must must have been a Twitter friend of the week on the Tim Coromal show or something. Probably. Probably. At Tammy313. Follow her on Twitter if you don't already. And uh, so thanks to Adam and Tammy for calling in. Uh, It is, uh, we're a little over time here. We're going to finally get to uh, Kanye West's request from Saturday Night Live to make Trump look fly. (laughs) 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 All right, so let's hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night. One more hour right after this. Turn Up the Night! Up the night with Kenny Pick. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> Coffin could ever hold him. No door could ever bar his way. He is back from the dead. Count Dracula is alive. Risen from the grave, Dracula, the most fearsome name in any language, the most feared being ever to haunt the living. Carlson, Hammer's new star discovery, Dracula's most beautiful victim. 
Dracula has risen from the grave. To resist him is useless. To rise against him is futile. To know him is eternal damnation. Dracula has risen from the grave. The show. What I need Saturday Night Live to improve on, or what I need the liberals to improve on is, if he don't look good, we don't look good. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. I gotta oil the thing on my keyboard is on, on my desk. You hear that horrible noise it's making? It's terrible. <laughs> anyway. Is that a cricket? Is that a cricket? No. No, it sounds like a mouse. It's terrible. Anyway, uh, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. I have so many problems tonight. Greasy chicken fingers, squeaky slider thing for my keyboard. Oh, my God. White people problems. When you said I have so many problems, I'm thinking, Kanye, I got 99 problems. I don't think that's Kanye. I don't think that's 50 Cent. Oh, no, it's not Kanye. It's, um... Is it 50 Cent? No. No, no. Drake? No, I don't know. It's Beyonce's, it's Beyonce's husband. Oh. That dude. Um, now yeah. we look like the whitest show in America. White people problems. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, Jay-Z. I don't know. I Jay Z. There you go. Rap. I don't know it. Pop. I don't know <laughs> it. You could. You could play um, Katy Perry and tell me it was Lady Gaga, and I would say, oh, okay. Well, um, neither one know. of those are rap people. Well, I'm saying pop is the same. Any kind of pop division of pop music. I didn't mean... I didn't, you mean Katy Perry's not rap? I know that much. My God. But yeah, it's like it's like sports and pop music. I'm dumb. 
Um, so heavy metal, on the other hand, well, let me tell you. Um, I will tell you. Metal song called "I Got Ninety Nine Problems." No, because if Mm. not, there should be. No, I know Ninety Six Tears by Question Mark and the Mysterians. Okay, well, it's not metal. Uh, you're gonna cry, 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 cry. Uh, anyway, um, by the way, I, I, I talked to Question Mark and the Mysterians because I booked a show with them back in the early, like around 2007, something like 2006, 2007 with my old band and Kill the Hippies and some, uh, maybe Lords, no, no, I think it was Lords of the Highway. And, um, I talked to Question Mark and he said, yeah, originally the song was 69 Tears. Uh, but the record label made me change it because 69. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I don't understand. You know, I wouldn't want to be crying in a 69 position anyway. That seems wrong. So um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes, it does seem wrong. Yeah. Um, 69, you're crying. And that's not appropriate. No, 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 yeah, no. Should not be crying uh, there. No, no, no. You shouldn't. Think, be. No, 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 cat no. agrees. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. So, um, I here I have it for you, everyone. Uncut. Yes, uh, our, our good friend uh, Conway West uh, said this. What I need Saturday Night Live to improve on, or what I need the liberals to improve on, is if he don't look good, we don't look good. Well. <laughs> I think they might have improved on some sketch comedy. <laughs> it honestly it wasn't as good as I really hoped it would be, but there were some very fucking funny moments in this. And um, what did we figure out his name was? Chris Chris Red? Is that uh, um, yeah? Chris Red, double double D. Chris Red. Uh, no relation to the Red Maga Hut. Um, except that he wore one in the sketch. So anyway, uh, this is the full uncut, like six minute clip. Let's go ahead and just listen to the whole thing. Laugh along with it. Don't mute yourselves. If you want to laugh, laugh. Um, but, uh, uh, whilst we do this, I'm going to commence with, uh, getting Mad Libs from people. So, uh, here we go. Saturday Night Live. Take it away. You're watching C-SPAN. At midnight, it's interns gone wild. But first, full coverage of the Oval Office meeting between President Trump, rapper Kanye West, and football legend Jim Brown. Among the issues discussed were prison reform, education, alternate universes, Superman, and flying cars. We go now to President Trump (laughs) in the Oval Office. Thank you all for joining us today for this important discussion. It's in no way a publicity stunt. This is a serious private conversation between three friends, plus 50 reporters with cameras. <laughs> I'm proud to welcome Kanye West, Yeezus, Yandi, Yadam, Yosein. <laughs> An amazing God day. damn it. Thank you for coming, Kanye. Yeah, that's right. I flew here using the power of this hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. <laughs> We've also got Hall of Fame running back and civil rights advocate Jim Brown. Uh, many people know he was a great lacrosse player. How are you feeling, Jim? Already pretty nervous. These <laughs> <laughs> two are great, dear friends of mine, a couple of real Chicago types, if you know what I mean. Oh. And Kanye, I want to thank you for giving me 
Thank you for giving me a pair of your sneakers. They're perfect for me because they're white, they're wide, and they're never going to be worth as much as you say they are. <laughs> now, we've got an amazing lunch to get to, but first, I'm sure that Connie wants to make one or two brief, lucid remarks, Connie. First, let me begin with the idea that time is a myth of infinite amounts of universe, and I'm a prisoner in a different dimension. Have I lost anyone so far? Everyone raises their hand. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about trap doors. Like the 13th Amendment is a trap door. And if you're installing a floor, okay, AKA the Constitution, why would you build a trap door where you could end up with the Unabomber? Oh, this guy might be cuckoo. I mean, I've been in the room with Dennis Rodman and Kim Jong-un, and they made a lot more sense than him. And then, if you eat in Chicago, some people call it Chirac, but I, the murder rate is going down 20% every year, and pretty soon it's gonna be a negative murder rate. We're gonna be digging bodies out of the ground. <laughs> he doesn't stop. He doesn't listen to anyone but himself. Who does he remind me of? And I don't want to brag, bro. I don't want to brag, but I have, really have a high IQ. I'm a stable genius. I got a big brain, and I got the best words. Oh, my God, he's black me. This is like getting visited by the ghost of Christmas Black. Quick, look at Jim Brown instead. Oh, my Lord. What have I gotten myself into? I played football with a leather helmet, and my brain is still working better than his. When I put this hat on, this hat, it's like Superman's hat. <laughs> Superman didn't have a hat, you idiot. <laughs> see, see, the 13th Amendment, you gotta abolish it. The amendment should jump from 12 to 14 like skyscraper elevators, huh? Can someone be tripolar? <laughs> and another thing to think about is the fact that Hillary Clinton is actually not a man. Wow, that was a curveball. You know, this could be good for me. This guy makes Brett Kavanaugh look calm and collected. Wait, no, it can't be that good. The reporter from CNN is way too happy. Now, I want to show y'all a picture, all right, of an airplane, okay, on my iPhone. And let me put the passcode in. Zero, 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 zero. I'm a genius. His password is six zeros? Well, at least now, I feel a lot better about my password. 80085, a.k.a. Boobs. Okay. Okay, here's, here's a picture of a new plane. I want this to be your new Air Force One. Wow, very cool, very cool indeed. But where's the plane? It's invisible. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay. And, 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 and who is that? That's Wonder Woman. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should order your lunch from a pharmacy. <laughs> uh, and let's remember... The big lesson today, that black people love me, they love me way more than they love Alec Baldwin. Is God testing me? Or is it like that show, what would you do? I might have to tackle both of these fools. So in conclusion, 13th Amendment, Chirac, trapdoors lead to the Unabomber, male energy, Trump is my dad, Hillary's a woman, and the media need to start making this president look good. Poopity scoop, scoop the boop, boop the scoop the poop, poopity scoop. Hey Jim, you wanna add anything? Add? 
I got a couple of subtractions I like to suggest. <laughs> the only thing I definitely want to point out is that mental health in the black community is apparently an even bigger issue than I thought. Ooh. I mean, I've been on coalitions with Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson, and this is the first time I'm having regrets. And wow. And now it's time for me to hug my new dad. <laughs> Come on in here, dad. Bring it in. Get in here, blood. Double oh. check to see if your warrant's still there. Double check. He I checked. want everyone to know, I love this man. I love you, Kanye. We got a lot more in common than people know. We're both geniuses. Yeah. We're both married to beautiful women. Mm -hmm. And we've both definitely been recorded saying the N-word. And, and live from New York, York is Saturday night! Yeah. Uh wow. Uh all right, let's get let's get your uh reviews of this. Joe, um what what did you think? Uh Kanye's challenge uh uh, uh met <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I mean, I have to admit I saw it live on Saturday night and uh we were laughing our asses off. It, that was that was funny. That was uh, yeah. uh, really <laughs> And and the guy that plays Kanye, he is underrated on that show. Oh my God, he he does the he seriously when when he was like it's Wonder Woman, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I he was so, so happy. Underrated. He was just like it's Wonder Woman, <laughs> and that's and the, Keenan Keenan Thompson and played uh, Jim Brown. Yeah, yeah, that was Keenan Keenan Thompson there. Yeah, and he I loved having Jim Brown as the conscious conscience of of the whole meeting. Yeah. You know, I have some subtractions I'd like to make. <laughs> I've been on some panels with, with <laughs> Bill Cosby and OJ Simpson. Bill Cosby and OJ Simpson made more sense than this. Yeah, so uh, Rain, what did you think? Did you see it live or did you see it after the fact? I saw it Sunday, and I thought it was funny. Yeah. Any favorite moments there? I, I'm doing a head shame, hanging my head. Um, I thought the whole skit was really funny. I, I actually got to yeah. tell you, I'm going to be the Debbie Tanner. Yes. I feel like um, Trump took advantage of Kanye, who... I don't like Kanye, but he took advantage of a guy who was really mentally ill. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, Rain. I know. I know. I, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Let I'm me just that. let me make this point. Let me make this point. When have you known him not to take advantage of any situation? You know, he's a self-serving asshole. This isn't anything new. You know, and you know, I yeah. know, I know, and and here's here there are two things about this. So here's Kanye, who's like, I'm all MAGA, and then you know, just last week we had um, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, vote Dems, yeah. mm -hmm. and I still find it kind of funny where Taylor Swift this week of last week was like vote Dems, and four or five years ago Taylor Swift won some award at some award and Kanye mm -hmm. was like Taylor I'm going to interrupt you I'm going to let you finish huh I'm going to let you finish yeah the whole thing Taylor I want to let you finish but Beyonce had the best video ever and I feel like that's like kind of funny 
Yeah. Taylor and- Swift decided to become political and say, said, vote Dems. Well, this this guy who needs help, he needs medical help desperately. Yes. Because I saw, forget that, you know, I know we're talking about the SNL thing. I saw, I heard this whole thing in in the White House. It was was crazy as fuck. Yeah. It was really crazy. I mean, I felt like, you know what? Every reporter in that room should have just turned their cameras down and stopped recording it because that was sick. It was sick. Well, let me say this. Let me say that because you raised an important point with uh, bringing up Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift comes out and says, yeah, vote Dems. And all these right wing fans of Taylor Swift are like, let's burn our albums that we already paid for. Oh, how dare she shut up and sing? How dare you? And then Kanye goes into the White House and blithers like an idiot. And then the NRA clips out eight seconds of it. It's like, Kanye was right. You know, and then every right winger out there is like, that was brilliant. You know, he's got a lot of great ideas, whatever. What was a great idea that he had? Guns don't kill people. People don't kill. What was the idea? I don't know. I just. Um, Oh, invisible. Hydrogen, hydrogen, hydrogen airplanes. Crazy. Yeah, the Hindenburg. Hydrogen airplanes. Yeah, all the humanity. talked about how his MAGA hat gave superpowers. And in and another he, he universe, said, oh, he was in prison. I, you know, my mom, my mom and my dad left each other, and I didn't have a lot of female power in my house. No, not a lot of male oh. power. And and he just didn't. Thank you. He didn't like that Hillary Clinton was a woman. The I'm with her thing. I just wasn't yes. feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. Or whatever. God damn it. And yeah. he said there wasn't a lot of male power going on in his family. Well, there's not a lot of male power going on in that Oval Office right now with Fat Donnie. I mean, unless you think that, you know, how fast somebody can, like, you know, grind through a, a bucket of KFC with their mouth like a fucking jackhammer. Um, you know, I guess that's, you I mean, know. the SNL skit was really funny, but it it it, it just, I, I, I sort of felt like. You you really needed to listen to the actual thing fruit? that happened in the Oval Office. Kanye yeah. West put his feet up on the Resolute desk. Oh, he banged his fist on it and said "motherfucker" and you yeah. know shit and stuff. And and so uh, fuck Trump. Yeah. Fuck Trump. Hey Trump. Fuck you. But anyway, um, the you know the 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 sketch I I think was I think it was well done. I I you know I love I love Alec Baldwin as Trump, um, and you know I I love that they had the the you know the you know Trump talking to himself in his in his mind in those uh, uh, scenes too, like wait why I does do. this I sound why does this sound familiar? It, but to to watch the actual thing that happened. It was just like a holy, what the fuck is happening moment. Yeah. So, um, but uh, anyway, folks, um, we're, we're still, I'm still needing some. Yeah. I'm going to have to switch these guys over to verbs. They seem to have slowed down on me. 
um so uh there we go oh we got another adjective there we go uh but yeah so uh i i thought they they took up kanye on his challenge and yeah he might be mentally ill but you know what he's rich he can get help he has a big family they can get him help here's Ken, here's the thing. He is he has said it out loud that he's bipolar, and right there in the in the office, the White House, he said, "Yeah, I'm bipolar, but you know they misdiagnosed me because the reality is is that I'm um, sleep depraved," which is really he's, strange. He's trying he's trying to pretend that he's not bipolar anymore, even though he has a goddamn album that came out in August that said. Hi, I'm bipolar. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. So. He is a bipolar person who is not on his medication, who is now saying I'm not bipolar because I'm not on my medication. Mm -hmm. And um, the reason why people think I'm bipolar is because I'm sleep. I don't have enough sleep. Yeah, well, and you actually, uh, I guess it's fair for you to talk about this right now because you weren't on the show on Friday when we discussed this either. So, um, okay. So, uh, but yeah, you know, you raised some good points. And yeah, he, he uh, and I didn't know about his album where he said he was bipolar. I, I didn't know about that. But, you know, it's at this point, whoever his manager is and his family and anybody else who's making money off of Kanye's career, if they're not getting the help he needs, they're exploiting him. Trump is also exploiting him. So, you know, that's exactly where I'm coming down on. So Kanye is, according to Barack Obama, a jackass. jackass. <laughs> he's a jackass. <laughs> That's a great Obama. But he's line. also a bipolar jackass who a yeah. lot of people are taking advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, an interesting thing about the original interview is like they tried to brainwash me into you know being a Democrat. Who's they? Nobody fucking tried to brainwash you. No, no. You have conservatives didn't. in your family. Caitlyn Jenner's a, a Republican. She certainly didn't try to brainwash you. You know, Kim, she's a fucking opportunist. She's just like Melania. She's just a, you know, low info fashionista. Yeah, she might yeah, have well, her, this is the- her cause du jour, but she really doesn't fucking care about, except about anything except spending money and, you know, exploiting her own self to, um, you know, be famous. She got rich from a fucking you know homemade porn tape that's how she she got famous i know you talked about the whole fact that he wore the hat because he didn't have enough female energy ah yeah it's it's a bunch of nonsense so but he's a sick person he really is he's sick and he's exploiting his illness I don't think he knows that he is. No, I don't think oh, he knows think. any better. I think that people around him are. And so, oh, oh, you mean Trump's exploiting his illness? No, I think I think Kanye West is exploiting his own illness. I, I mean, he admits he, he admits he, he he's off his he's off his med- medication. I mean, that's yeah. that's a conscious uh, decision to make. I know a lot of bipolar people in my family who, when they take their medication, they're okay. If they don't take their medication, that they know they're not going to be okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so if you're going to sit here and tell me that you think you're di- misdiagnosed, you're such a genius that you, you could diagnose yourself and then just go off your medication, then you're exploiting yourself. I take the other, other, the opposite not, of this. If you, if you want honestly, to care for yourself, care for yourself. I'm but honestly not don't sure put your, he's don't aware put of yourself, that, Joe. I'm sorry. I think, you know, it's, it's just like, you know what? You're putting yourself out there. You're putting that MAGA hat on. That's what you are. Okay, that's a conscious yeah. decision. You don't want to take your meds because you want to act like that? That's a conscious decision. Right. Can we re- respectfully agree to disagree? Because Yeah, <laughs> of course. That's what this we place all is all do. about. I, I'm, right. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle on this one. I know I, I hear where Joe's coming from. Makes me think of Amy Winehouse. Makes me, makes me think of Amy Winehouse. They tried to make me go to yeah. rehab. What the fuck did she die of? She died of addiction. So she was singing about it, glorifying her lifestyle and, for the and her family. And her family was also enabling her. I, so I think I think it's it's uh, I, I'm in the middle here uh, on this. Uh, you know, I'm you know I'm riding the I'm riding the wire fence on this one. <laughs> so <laughs> like I'm riding the wire. I really need to get more of that LBJ pants talk. So <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, we, we do have to go to the break, um, and we have uh, three, not one, not two, but three Mad Libs, very appropriate for some things we've been talking about tonight, uh, so this should be pretty good. And uh, at some point, you know, I think around Christmas, um, I'm going to do some kind of contest, and we're all done. Thank you, everybody, for the Mad Libs. I'm sorry I didn't type it in the chat. I'll, I'll do it real quick. All done my customary all done without explanation um and uh every, everybody knows because i don't type about anything except mad libs throughout the show but uh yeah so some sometime around christmas in december i'm going to do some kind of contest uh you know not, not i'm not going to be donation based or anything like that um you know but thank you to everybody who still contributes to patreon we really appreciate that uh it pays for a lot of the expenses for the show every month and uh that's invaluable to me uh but yes so we're gonna do some kind of contest um maybe maybe it'll be write your own mad libs uh you know just a, a short mad lib and maybe we'll all judge something like that i don't know we'll come up with a, a an idea uh for that and then the winner wins all of the completed books of mad libs and some other fun stuff i won't just send you a bunch of you know mad libs but but you'll get to read you'll have them all in your possession and then you know you can um you know do with do with them as you will i might have to take pictures of some of them though because some of them are pretty classic um you'll even get the the weird one that smells funny smells like somebody put bug spray on it or something (laughs) smells like skin so soft or something like that um it doesn't stink just smell it 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 just has a scent to it but uh anyway let's go ahead and we'll take a break uh coming up yes uh my little stint a couple years ago with kill the hippies for their halloween uh spectacular album uh where we went under the guise of vance midnight and the something or others. I don't know what it was, but it's Hallow Baloo. Hallow Baloo coming up. Plus a trailer from one of my favorite movies from the 70s starring Paul Williams, which fits right in with Halloween. Ooh, can you guess what it is? Paul Williams? 
Uh, it was a musical. It was a little scary. I'll just say that. But anyway, Hallelujah and a special trailer uh, from one of my favorite 70s movies coming right up. We'll be right back with uh, the final segment with Mad Libs right here on Turn Up the Nights. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for watching more. Thank you very much for coming to Hallelujah, or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to Hallelujah on this spooky night. Come on in and have the bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bad things on Godzilla was going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He goes to have in his tomb. And the ghost ain't boom. It's a hallelujah. He's gonna be there too. I love you more. I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on anybody. <laughs> Who put steak on the buffet? I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a <laughs> And it goes Wolfman, get down from my couch, you bad boy. You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight. Century Fox presents Phantom of the Paradise, a gothic horror story. 
What was that? A beautiful love story. A cinematic odyssey through the rock universe. From Greece to glitter and beyond. The story of a sound, the man who created it, the girl who sang it, the monster who stole it, and the phantom who haunts the paradise, the ultimate rock palace. Phantom of the Paradise. My music is for Phoenix. Only she can sing it. Anyone else that tries, dies. Phoenix. Phoenix. Well, you told me one time that you'd be somebody, that you weren't working just to survive. Man, you better get yourself a castrato for this. Paul Williams as Swan. And the angels that I want you to stop terrorizing the paradise and rewrite your cantata. And the Phantom. Phantom of the Paradise. There really is the Phantom, Phantom, Phantom. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And uh, thank you to... Um, what's the name of that costume shop again? Tanies. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Tanies. Tanies. And thank Tainies you... Tanies costume shop. And thank you to the Paradise, where... Uh, I don't know if you heard that trailer. Phantom of the Paradise from 1973. I love that movie so much. I just ordered it on Blu-ray. I'm very or 74. I'm sorry, um, uh, but I just ordered that movie on Blu-ray. 
And there's a reason why, um, because on Mike Check Radio this Saturday, I suggested to uh, Adam and and the rest of the crew, Miles, Michelle, and John, to pick five movies that kind of messed you up as a child. And that's going to be one of my picks. I, I don't think it's a spoiler because there's going to be a lot of other movies that are going to be mentioned. But I thought I would kind of tease it to try and get people interested. So, because we'll kind of have some trailers for these things and explain what about these movies messed us up. I'll have another trailer for everybody on Friday for another movie that messed me up as a child. And um, it, it's not even necessarily like straight up horror or anything. It's Phantom of the Paradise is almost kind of like. Um, kind of almost like Rocky Horror Picture Show to a certain degree. Um, very visually stunning, very bright colors, a lot of music. Um, and you know, but it's it's a little twisted. I think Rain, you could easily watch Phantom of the Paradise and uh, not be too traumatized. But as a child, there were things in it that messed me up. You know, I don't know. And um, <clears throat> and you know, that's that's about it. No, Phantom of the Paradise, you could watch that. Have you watched Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes, I loved it. I participated in it, in, it um, um, in the 8th Street Theater in mm-hmm. the village in the 80s. I, in, the, in the late 80s, I, 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 I participated in one in the late 80s in Pittsburgh. I don't remember the name of the theater. But yeah, we threw toast and popcorn and toilet paper and all that crazy stuff. Um, and it, it was fun, you know, I liked it, but we, I had all these friends who were like obsessed with it and I was like, yeah, it was fun, but you know, it's like Cedar point. Uh, you know, I'll go and then I won't fun think about it once or twice. Yeah. I'll go and I won't think about it for 10 years, you know, uh, so <laughs> uh, much to Susan's dismay. She loves roller coasters and I do not. They had Rocky horror yeah. but every weekend they showed Fellini movies. Oh, that that's a, that's theater. pretty awesome. It's like Rocky Horror. I was like, all right, I got to go see Fellini. They probably played some other pr- pretty crazy fun. I, li- I love those old art house theaters. They're, they really, I mean, we have one, a couple in Cleveland that are kind of like that. They still play some mainstream stuff, but they play like really off the wall stuff too. Like we have the Cinematheque and then Capitol Theater. And then, you know, but we don't have anything like the fucking Alamo Draft House. Oh, my God. How cool would that be to have one of those here? I would love that. So, because they do all the old horror movies and stuff, Joe, and B movies and crazy stuff. And they'll get, like, you know, people who worked on the movies to come in and, you know, do a panel afterwards and everything. And they serve beer. So. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, Alamo Draft House. I think, um, well... There's one in Texas, I know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, but they, uh-huh. they've they started branching out, uh, and they've got a few uh, few Alamo draft houses now. I don't know how many, um, but hopefully it doesn't I think become all around. Yeah, I, I don't know how many there are. If you guys want to look into it, uh, feel free. But um, uh, but I'll tell you what, we got three Mad Libs tonight, and uh, I don't have. I, I've been dilly dallying for too long here, so. Uh, we we should we should get to it. So here we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad, Libs. <laughs> oh God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go. We got three Mad Libs. I'm not gonna tell you what book it's from yet. Uh, but Rain, we'll start with oh. you tonight. Give me an adjective, please. Oh God damn it, an adjective. 
Running? Uh, no, that's a verb. Or did you, you say runny? That. Did you say runny? Yeah, let's Run go with that. Yeah, runny works. Um, I hate adjectives so much. No, I, well, you're going to get another one in a second here, so calm down. Oh, okay. Uh, Joe, adverb. Wistfully. I like it. I was taking a drink. Sorry. Uh, rain. Adjective. <laughs> um, stinky. There you go. Yeah, just think of all the different ways you would describe it when you get an adjective. Shitty, stinky, bullshit, you know. You know uh, what? I'm a really smart woman, and I hate adjectives. <laughs> and you use them all night long on the show. I, I know I do. <laughs> You should, no. you should you should train yourself to every time you say a good a good adjective on the show, just jot it down. All right, You're just I'm describing gonna, I something. I got it in front of me. There you go. All right, uh, Joe, another adverb, please. Grudgingly. Okay. Uh, grudgingly. Okay. And uh, rain an occupation. An occupation. Oh, I love saying occupation. occupation. All right, no, an occupation. I'm going to go with the zookeeper. Okay, zookeeper it is. And Joe, I need another occupation. <laughs> I'm not going to say Moyle. <laughs> uh, wow, uh, Joe. Joe is uh, really dark tonight. I am. I'm. I'm in a bad mood. Um, Flipping stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, priest. There you oh, go. Oh, that's much better than Moyle. Uh, I don't know, but okay. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> okay. Rain. Plural noun. Um, billionaires. Okay, billionaires it is. Wow. That actually fits in quite well. Um, okay, uh, Joe, I promise, last adverb for you. <laughs> mightily. Uh, mightily it is. Uh, Rain, sorry. I gotta spread the wealth. Another adverb, please. I know you hate adverbs more than adjectives. But you're I just do. describing. So you're describing a verb. That, those are the Descri ones that ends with ly. So, stinkily, sti um. Well, we already had stinky, so we need something, you know. Okay. Um, all right. Give me. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. Sure. Um, sure. Righteously. Ah, there you go. All right, and last but not least, Joe, a plural noun, sir. Films. All right. Here we go. All right, three, not one, not two, but three, count them, from President, Mad Libs for President. <laughs> um, and I picked some, uh, some timely, quantifiable, and oratund ones. It is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. You know what's not on the table right now? What's not off the table for uh, Mad Libs tonight, everybody? Kanye? Impeachment. 
This is impeachment from Mad Libs for President. A squirrel can be impeached for any number of reasons, including lying to the United States chicken, mightily abusing his powers to fuck feet, making horse-faced remarks regarding knuckles, or otherwise behaving in a dopey manner. If the squirrel is impeached by the House of Billionaires... <laughs> God damn it. All of it. A trial in the Senate could follow, presided over by the chief moose of the sleepy court. <laughs> After righteously weighing the films, senators will raise their testicles and cast <laughs> a vote of either twisted or not twisted. Those bastards don't have testicles. Well, they, a lot of them don't. Well, they could raise something. Yeah, they're could. mushrooms. Maybe they're or mushrooms. They could raise. Mitch, them. Mitch could raise no, the. They can't. Mitch could raise his neck flaps. Um, God damn it! <laughs> or his beak. All right, this one is the three branches of government. <laughs> the three branches of government. Our founding kitties designed our can with three main branches. This was to protect the narcissists from a frozen leader. The three branches form a system of checks and shitheads. <laughs> the executive did branch... They, did they really? <laughs> the executive branch includes the office of zookeeper. <laughs> oh, well. Mm. That that sounds like the United States Senate. Uh, kind of. This branch eats the judicial and legislative branches and has twerking power. Okay. Okay, twerking power. Maybe that's the Senate and the other one is the House. The judicial branch is responsible for upholding the Scotch tape, which was sang by our founding fathers. Yep. Yep. The judicial branch yep. includes the Supreme Sandwich, which rules on taxed issues. The legislative branch is divided into two pine trees. <laughs> <laughs> the Congress and the Senate. Together, they regulate which gizzards are passed into filberts. <laughs> <laughs> that fits. That fits. Uh, this branch, however, can be voted, can be vetoed by the priest. <laughs> the priests? Really? Yeah, well. be vetoed by the priest. You know, the pre well, it should be president, but... Uh, all right. Last one from Presidential Mad Libs. This is the shart. I'm sorry. Did I say shart? I, I meant... Yeah, I meant... Yeah. Uh, I meant to say uh, f uh, the state of the union. Uh, g the shate of the union. Anyway, uh, here we go. Um, state of the union. Garlicky evening, distinguished foxes, runny senators, and members of the Supreme MAGA hat. <laughs> My fellow penises. Don't <laughs> say penis in this house! I am sticky to announce that the state of our union is plaid. Inflation... Oh, <laughs> inflation is burning to an all-time low. <laughs> so is chlamydia. 
Yeah. The test scores of our postcards are on an all-time high, and porn stars are expanding wistfully. What? What? <laughs> However, I, I feel the Congress like this is really going to be what he's going to say. However, the Congress still refuses to pass wolf reform or increase the size of the pen budget. <laughs> <laughs> Or to, budget. or to grind the bill governing our stinky national ballots. Tonight, I grudgingly suggest you deliver them a stuffed letter or fax. Thank you, and God bless she and I shesh. God bless she and I shesh. Yeah, I gotta find that. I, I, I misplaced that, so... I'm, I'm uh, giving it to you, Ken. God bless well, you. Go. Uh, well, here, here we go. We got it here. Uh, God bless the United States. Okay. Shake. All right. That was some pretty. That, that was some good Mad Libs action. Uh, Mad Libs for president, everybody. They'd be better than what we fucking got. At least we could pick some of the words that come out of his mouth, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to pick like, anything that comes out of his mouth? No. Does anyone pick? No, 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 pick no, 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 no. Oh wait. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not a baby. God damn. Yeah, you are a baby. I'm not a baby. Yes, yes, you're a little baby baby boy. I'm not boy. a baby. Tiny, tiny little baby boy. It's a baby, a baby. fucking wheel, man. Holy you're shit. Crazy. You're going to take 70-year-old man, baby. You're a little tiny baby boy, and you are not a good baby boy. You're a bad, bad baby boy. Oh, no. Yeah, so. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's go ahead and start wrapping things up right now. Uh, Good show. A little ragey, uh, but, you know, we really, I, I feel like I've kind of been holding us back from some of the rage. Uh, but again, a lot of it was for my own well-being. Again, I don't want to be like Kanye and go out there and do something that aggravates me more than than I should. <laughs> you know, um, I don't want to, you know, go out and start talking about uh, you know parallel universes that I'm trapped in a laser cage in. You know, uh, <laughs> you're trapped in the cage of foe. La cage à feu. <laughs> Cirque du is Soleil. That your, is that your minky? Is that your minky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Champs-Élysées. Uh-huh. The meat dispenser. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does your minky bites? <laughs> nice. Oh. We, what's that from? We got to get some of that audio. Oh, the... La cage à feu. No, no, oh, the, the, about the monkey? That's uh, yeah. the Pink Panther. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, the, is that the old school one? Yes. Does your okay. dog bite? <laughs> the dog bites him. He goes, I thought you said your dog did not bite. 
that's not my dog. <laughs> Oh, hey guys, and anybody else out there listening, tonight was supposed to be the um, Beto O'Rourke town hall yeah. with Ted Cruz, uh-huh. and Ted Texas. Cruz didn't show up, right? Again? Again? No, wait, oh. it was, it, that one, that, the one we're talking about was pre-recorded. I know they, they had one on CNN that he didn't show up. Well, I guess what I'm seeing right now is that Ted Cruz showed up, and they're showing it live. I think they had a debate tonight, a regular debate. No, 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 no. Tonight was supposed to be the pre-recorded Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke town hall that was recorded a week ago. The one that he didn't show up. Yes, but I'm on I'm on the the Twitter right now, and it looks like CNN is showing something live. I'm I'm seeing that uh, CBS News ten minutes ago says Beto O'Rourke and Ted Cruz meet for final debate. That's the news story from that's ten right. minutes. That's ago. what I heard. That it was. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Maybe I'm getting things confused. I'm looking at CNN right now on my ninety-inch TV. <laughs> And, uh, it shrank. Yeah, it shrank. Uh, Chris, Chris got Chris cold Cuomo outside. So Chris Cuomo is on. His oh, show okay. is on. Nice. Um, but I, you know, I don't. No, I know they were going to have a debate tonight. That was planned. Did he show up? Uh, I'm seeing well, pictures of him shaking hands. Are you guys? It, it, am I the only one who who recalls? I know every day is a month. Wow, Cruz, where, Cruz is like two apples high next to him. Holy shit! Where where Beto O'Rourke showed up for a Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke town hall mm-hmm. that was supposed to be pre-recorded, and Cruz did not show up. And right. Beto, right? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a CNN. Yeah. Uh-huh. CNN was doing it, yes. Yeah, so wasn't that supposed to air tonight? Uh, oh, I, I thought it was live. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dickwad here. No, I, I know. I'm just playing Ted Cruz clips. I'm just... I thought it it's was live. supposed to be aired on CNN tonight. It looks like it, it is. Uh, it, it has been, I, I believe. Anyway, um, better, okay. it's 10 o'clock, anyway. so we got to start wrapping things up. Uh, but in honor of uh, Ted Cruz, uh, Toughest Texas. Somebody left something on my door the other day. Is it Ted Cruz, Toughest Texas? <laughs> I mean, come on. If somebody called my wife a dog and said my daddy was in on the Kennedy assassination, I wouldn't be kissing their ass. You stick a finger in their chest and give them a few choice words. Or you drag their ass out by the woodshed and kick their ass, Ted. Come on. Ted. I am a baloney <laughs> scientist. Yeah. <laughs> Been too long since I played that one. Um, yes, and uh, why is he persecuted? But anyway, it's time for uh, parting shots right now. So, uh, Rain, well, what do you got on the way out of the program for us? I, I really have no parting shots tonight. I am so disgusted by everything that's going on. I, you I know, 
I really hope that Beto doesn't get too much blobfish grease on his shoes from Stomp and Ted tonight. I'm really worried about that. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I wouldn't so. worry about the blobfish. You know grease. what? Use I would worry about shot. something else. Go ahead. <laughs> the Paisley bathrobe. That's, that's right. <laughs> In the mystery liquid which it contains. Uh, right. <laughs> contained within. All right, go All ahead, right. Rain. What do you got? My parting shot is go out and vote. Go out and find somebody to take to vote. Yes. Because that's what I'm doing right here. Here in my little, my little new town of College Park, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to volunteer to make sure that if anybody needs to get to the polls, I got a pickup truck. I'll throw you in the back of the pickup truck. I'm going to take you down. You know, Just I, get out and vote. It's really that important. It's, you've ins- it's you, so you've ins- important. You've inspired me because I've been watching so many movie trailers, um, getting ready, you know, recording trailers and everything for Indie Media Weekly, old school things. So I'm going to do my best movie trailer voice for you right now um this november vote (laughs) with a vengeance there you go yeah yeah get out to vote and if you can help i mean if you have like an old lady who lives next door to you offer her a ride to the polls yeah that's the vengeance i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about help you know vote with the vengeance vote like it it really matters you know, vote like it's the end of the democracy. Yeah, exactly. Vote early. Vote often. It's really that important <laughs> because yeah, just vote to get yes. them out of the house. Yes. So, all right, um, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, what is your parting shot, sir? And please tell us what to expect from the Tim Carmel show tonight. Uh, the best of the clown car. Oh, that's right. Another best of the clown car. So looking forward to that. Volume 23. Volume 23? What the hell? What's going on? So, (laughs) yeah. Uh, One more time for me. Hold on. Come on. What the hell? There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So tonight, as I said before, uh, Trump says, here we go again. Saudi Arabia is guilty until proven innocent. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but do they give process in Saudi Arabia? No, no, I don't have to correct you. You're right, they don't. Correct me if I'm wrong again. Don't they conduct public beheadings? Yes, yes, they do. Okay. God damn it. Okay, so... Well, some of those people didn't even want their heads anymore, so it's totally their fault. <laughs> I know. I know. So they lost their head. So So what? many people just say, okay, whatever, just take off my head, it's fine. I'm not using it. Like I'm Eric. So sick of the... So, fucking so let's see, he's applying the concept of due process and presumption of innocence... To a country that has no such None presumption of it. and does public beheadings. Yes. They kill women who are raped. Stupid. Yes. They, they kill they women kill who are raped. Who are raped. They kill women who drive cars. Yeah. I don't. So, do, do they so kill women I, who drive? No, they do. Will they somebody do. in the media call them out on this and say, 
this country that you're talking about doesn't have the presumption of innocence. They don't even know that concept. They behead people in arenas for sport. Yeah. yeah and what the hell's wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. Good hey, points. Their oil is great. Mmm. Yeah, it's so delicious. is their spending in my home. So is their spending in my hotel. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Angry. Yes, I I know. I know. It sucks. You know, all this fucking sucks. But, um, but yeah, we gotta we gotta go. Thank you everybody for listening. I'm really excited. Tammy called in. That's that's really that was a a real thrill. I I do want to say this. I I looked up. I love her. Yeah, she was awesome. I I I gotta say, I was pretty damn impressed with her call. Uh, and I, it was so cool because I was like, not cool. It was, it was just, I didn't know who she was when she called because I'd never seen <laughs> a, an area code, you know, that, that area code. So I Googled it. I, you know, uh, as you do on, uh, turn up tonight, you know, Don't you do, do a Google search. you're going surfing on the internet and it said central PA. So I was like, Hmm, is this a friend of Joe's? What's going on? That, I couldn't that remember. Used to be our zip code. They took Air, it away from us. Yeah. <gasps> oh. Area code. Our our area code. Yeah. yeah, it used to be. They they removed it from our from northeastern Pennsylvania and gave it to central Pennsylvania. Not cool. Not cool. Central. No. So, no. Confused uh, this for yeah. years. I'm so thankful to still be in the actual 216 area code because uh, that's the classic area code here in northeastern Ohio. And actually, it extended, 216 extended all the way down to um, Youngstown back in the day. Uh, wow. But it has, it, you know, that was like 30 years ago or something like that. And then they changed it to 330. So, and that's what we have now is the 330 for our call in number here. Uh, but I just wanted a number that spelled something that was in Ohio. <laughs> so that's what I got. <laughs> Ken one goo. Um, damn it. Goo. Remember when it was Ken one talk? That was so great. And then Skype fucked me. So, Fuck uh, you, Skype. Yeah. Fuck you. All right. Well, here we go. We got to wrap things up right now. Thanks everybody for listening. Please tune in, uh, this Friday and, uh, Mike check radio on Saturday too. We're going to have a lot of fun leading up to Halloween. Um, on all the different shows, uh, not just limited to, uh, um, you know, turn up the night or Mike check radio or the Tim Cormel show or Southern progressive revival. We're going to spread it out. We're going to spread it. Of course, I have no idea what Tim's going to do if he's going to do anything for Halloween, but, um, you never know. Anyway, stick around the Tim Cormel show. The best of the clown cart volume 23 is coming up. Um, and we'll see everybody, uh, on Friday. Bye-bye. Good night. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. I'm not a baby. It's a baby fucking wheel, man! Holy shit! You crazy lunatic 70-year-old man, baby! Uh, that, 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 that.